Welcome to another fascinating edition of Realities May Vary. All three boys are here tonight. This is crazy. I'm Brian Noonan. That's Craig Collins. That's Cody Goff. Uh, Craig has a, wow. He takes a week off because he's working 87 radio jobs. And now he comes back with a pitcher of, that looks like margaritas to me. Is it? Uh, it is. It is Zarita, a margarita pre-mixed beverage. Ding, ding, ding. Are you getting, are they your sponsor? Are they the official sponsor? Well, no, of the I mean, broadcast? come on. This is an opportunity for product placement, people. If I, there's anyone listen, out there watching, I will, I will hawk anything and I will do it with physically large items. So please well, yeah. get involved. We're, uh, we're as bad as NASCAR drivers. You can slap stickers on us. <laughs> we'll put stuff all over. I'll put, you know, I'll line the shelves behind me with all your various products. Mm -hmm. It's funny you're drinking a, uh, a pre-mixed margarita because over the weekend, we, uh, tried a pre-mixed margarita. Nice. It was uh, it was an 1800 watermelon margarita. It was fantastic. 9.9 percent right. alcohol. It was delicious. Okay. Cody um, doesn't. I, Cody's my wife is in the out. corner trying not to get into the shot. Yes, you can watch Shameless without me. Yes, that is okay. Are you guys still watching Shameless? We just got into it. We we oh. were not we were not watching it during the run. We're doing it all now because right. we miss Chicago because we're living in Peoria now. Yeah, that's not really Chicago. No, it's it's not at all. I, at we all. miss Chicago because we live in Peoria is the sentence yes. I said. Uh, no, I'm saying, but that uh, the, the, what's on Shameless, I don't count it. Well, as, there's outside shots. They have the L and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, like, I understand. No, I understand. And I, um, you know, I watched. The, the thing was, I started watching Shameless when it first came on. And yeah. the first couple episodes, I thought, I don't like any of these characters. I hate them all. Yeah. And then it got to, I stuck with it for a, a number of seasons and then about three seasons ago, I just, I just was out. It wasn't even like a conscious decision. It was just, oh yeah, I didn't set it to record. You know, it's interesting you said that because we're in the middle of the second season, and Betty's text to me was actually, "Can I watch Shameless? Because it seems like you're losing interest." And yes. I, I am kind of, yes. you know, like there's something about it that I don't know. It's not as interesting as it was season one. No, it's it's the same thing. They're horrible people doing horrible things to each other. Yes. And it's, eh. hi, Cody. How are you? <laughs> I haven't seen Shameless. My cousin Sarah was obsessed with it, but that's all I've got. That's my only point of reference. That's it. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's really all we need. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't want to spoil anything for, for you, Craig. So I don't want to talk too much more about it. No, I've read it. I've read, I've read ahead. Oh, you read the book? No, it's not the book. I, the I read synopsis ahead. The book's I better this. than the series. I do this with most of the uh, shows we watch is I just read what happens to the characters on like their Wikipedia entries or something. <laughs> and so I know what's coming in the show. I shouldn't, but I do all the way down. How far, how far I know everything that happens to Emmy Rossum's character and everything okay. that happens to lip. Those are the all only right. two. So, you know, she Lee, you know, Fiona Lee. I do. Yeah. Yes. That was about, I think the season after Fiona left, I watched and then I was done. <laughs> well, that's the like last season of the show, isn't it? She no. leaves in season oh. nine. Oh no, no, really? No. I think there's 28 seasons. Oh wow, okay. this thing ran longer than Gunsmoke. <laughs> for a very dated reference. Uh, yeah, no, I've never seen that show. <laughs> it was only out for like 42 years. I think. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Uh, is that well, a, by the way, by the way, uh, Craig, on not to change the not to change the topic too much yeah, too no. abruptly. Mm -hmm too greatly but uh craig right. yeah my wife says hi i hate i hate every part of that cody and i had a conversation we had a conversation on the phone he's a guest on my radio show um so this happened yesterday and and during the the time out during the break 
Uh, he told me that his sister had said hello to me, to him when he talked to her earlier. And that that's the stupidest thing as people we do. Pass on a hello is the at, at, a, at an age when we're so connected. We're so connected. Oh, Your sister God. could send me a Facebook message, an Instagram like. She could, uh-huh. she could high five. Of it. There's so many ways she could pass along a hello. And half the time, and I told this to Cody too, I believe that people lie. I believe that when you're having a conversation and you mention somebody that you mutually know, we then make up the hello, which is the stupidest thing any of us ever wait, do. Wait, who make you make up the hello? So you I think accuse Cody. Made Cody it up? I accuse Cody specifically, but several people in my life of making up hellos when they mention someone they talk to that I also know because I haven't talked to them recently, and they're like, "I she said hello to you," or he did when it's total crap. Oh, see, it happens, Noonan. You're bringing out the hot takes already, and I'm you know it happens. I always like your hot takes because they're so off base. No, Um, they're not. Passing on a hello in 2021 is the dumbest freaking thing any of us can do in the history of all things. I don't believe among friends it is. I think if I'm talking to you or Cody, and at the end of the conversation I say, hey, say hi to uh, Betty or or, uh, Dr. Cody's wife. That's not dumb. That's me showing you that I, rem- one, I remember who you're you know married what, to. You know what you could Two, do that takes, married a, no, three, no, you know. no. You know what you could do that takes just as much effort? Go to any of my social media pages and do it yourself. Do any, ver- it's not like you have to call me up and do a phone call in, in this day and age. I you don't have just, to. Do, I'm just saying if we're do talking, anything. if we're talking, I don't out of the but blue then, wake up on okay, a Wednesday and go, okay. oh, it's time for me to wish Betty, okay. uh, give Betty a uh, hello. All right. Then I have a different version of this take. Passing on a hello in 2021 is actually offensive. It's, it's actually borderline mean because you're so capable of connecting with someone else on a different platform that to not do that and instead pass a hello through a surrogate is the crappiest thing any person has ever done. I'm mad officially at your sister now, Cody, and not mad at your wife because you made that one up, but I'm mad at your sister. Wow. Uh, well, here, here's something. Oh, nobody talks to you. How about that? Nobody talks to you. Okay. That's nobody fine. pretends. Nobody pretends that you're fine. married. We ignore your wife, even though she's lovely, and we would. Uh, you you know. shouldn't. You should well, send some kind of message to her on social media. She's on the Twitter. Well, she's she can listen to this, or, or if could. I'm, you know, we could. Uh, if I say, hey, say hi to Betty. That's what's it? Hey, Noonan said hi when you hang up the phone. How hard is that? <laughs> That's not rough. That doesn't seem like a lot of effort. I wow. didn't say, hey, listen. Uh, I have these. Uh, I have a, a list of things I need you to tell Betty. Right. Uh, it's a list of a hundred. If you could start taking notes now. Uh, it, <laughs> hey, Noonan said hi. That took. That took uh, Cody. How long did that take me? You're the official timekeeper of the pro. Oh, half a second, I think. Half I, a I, second. Dude, my face hurts from laughing so hard. I knew this okay. would happen. I'm stone sober right now. By the way, mm-hmm. I'm, it's not like I'm yeah. like I like toked up or anything, and I'm just yeah. I just got the weed laughs. That was hilarious. Uh, part and it was it was that's why I had to bring it up because it was hilarious when I first sparked this yesterday on um, uh, off air. You started doing this off air, and I was like, I "This is gold. You got to do this on every radio show gold. you ever, gold, Jerry. You ever I, host? Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not kidding. And I know that Martin now said well, all my takes are off base. Well, this no, one not at all off base. But Craig, the the thing is, the re- I think the reason it's part of the reason it's so entertaining other than that you're so you have such strong like your opinion is so strong is yeah, that uh, it, yeah. it's, it's not, not fueled by pre-mixed margaritas no it's Let's not say that i'm pouring a little extra it's not <laughs> entirely off base like there is some i can see where you're co- i don't necessarily agree with it brian but <laughs> you can kind of see 
There is no, some kind of reasoning behind what Craig is saying. He doesn't. He doesn't want th- th- to agree. Th- he does. There is absolutely no reasoning behind what Craig is saying. There's. There's don't every tell reasoning. Me, don't tell me to say hello to somebody. What's the reason? No. What, no. Say say hello reasoning? through another human. You you can say hello in like no, six thousand ways in today's I, society. There's so I, many ways to say hi. You don't but have I'm to not, tell Cody. But I don't you need to, I don't feel the need to reach out that way. Well, if then I'm you're actually you, disrespecting no, me. No, that's not true. I'm talking <laughs> yes, you to are. you. No, I'm talking to you, and I'm thinking about you and your life and everything that goes with it. And I realize that uh, I, you know, pass along a hello to your wife when you get off the phone. My, that doesn't mean anything. We don't. It'd be creepy if I started calling your wife just to say hi. That'd be a little creepy. That's Would you not agree? what I said, Noonan. Noonan, that's not what I said. You just bastardized my entire well, conversation so if I and turned it in. If you I turned it into the crappiest version. If I slide into her DMs, why don't I, you just? That seems that seems weird to me. If I'm talking to you and I go, "Hey, tell your wife I said hello." That's that seems very natural. It's, it's not weird. disrespecting. Yeah. It's a, a lot less weird than going. I don't, hey, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Just I, I don't think to so. Say hello. Well, let's hold on. Let's contextualize a lot of what you just said there. Uh, you have had zero one-on-one conversations with my wife that I wasn't around for. Uh, it's not like you guys have a friendship of some kind. So I don't think you guys have ever passed a hello to Betty to begin with. So in in the context of this conversation, wait, 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 what? Have you ever passed a hello to Betty? Have you ever told me to say hi to yes, Betty before? Many really? Times. Really? Oh, Brian, Go back Brian. and look at all your texts and yeah. emails. Okay. Well, she did make our 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 logo. She did. So I guess she's involved in the show. No, no, no. no that's, yes. that's a Brian thing, Craig. Brian, every time we get off the call with Brian, he says, say hi to your wife. Every single time without fail. It's a, it's a Brian. I don't listen to that part. Your wives. That's, that's yeah. the part I don't listen to. That's the... <laughs> Well, the part of conversations I tune out. Well, now you're the rude, disrespectful yeah, who's one. Right? I am. Yeah. I'll own that. That's yeah, fine. you're the villain. But look, I would also say I wouldn't care if you sent like Betty a DM. I wouldn't get mad as long as the DM was just like, hey, how are you doing? How's your mom or something? I mean, let's contextualize it. If you sent her a message like uh, I think Tom just said, tell Betty I asked about her. Either, you know, I don't know. Like there might be some that might get like, uh, how is the marriage would be an odd thing for you to send to Betty. That would that would feel weird. Craig has a lot of weird ideas, huh? That's the DM that I sent her. Right. How do you put, how do you right. put up with that crap? That I, kind I of could, thing. I could be totally fine with her having a conversation with either of you that I was no, not a part of. No, wait, Craig, hold on. You said yourself there are a million ways to get in touch with somebody, right? Text, mm-hmm. email, Facebook, yeah, whatever. Right. Uh, why are all of those methods hundreds of thousands of ways? Why are they all superior? Objectively, they're all superior. To saying, hey, why don't, why don't you pass on a hello? Because of the amount of effort involved. Um, There's if, no effort if, involved. No, yeah, this it, is the on. effort. Brian said hi. That's the effort. Okay. Brian says hi. Back in the olden times that only Brian remembers, when there were like very few things for us to connect only with other Brian people. Brian remembers. <laughs> that was very mean. That was, an, that was an ageist shot. I took it very and I feel sorry it. about it already. But w- there were very few ways to connect with other people. Maybe there was like, a, you know, you had to ride the horse and carriage over to the other house. <laughs> Now we have a bunch of other ways to talk He's to people. Roger. So, He's not Roger. <laughs> no, it's on. true. I used to send the town crier up and down the streets with all my greetings for the day. Right, right. Now in today's ding, society, ding, we're ding, so... Tell Betty so, I said hello. Ding, 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 ding. We're, so, we're so connected now that in today's society, it takes a tiny bit of additional effort to say hello to any human being 
you know, on your own as opposed to through someone else. I so didn't ask you to go to your neighbor's house, knock on the door, and pass along my good wishes. The, I I asked you to. I'm not in saying. Passing, I'm, hold on. In you miss passing it. to say hello to your wife, who you're probably eating dinner with. I'm guessing you're going to sleep with at you, some point later tonight. <laughs> well, uh, we'll you're hope. passing in the hallway. You're yeah. bumping into. She's standing right behind you. I wasn't talking about the effort asked of me to pass on the hello. That, that is seemed, obviously that little seemed, effort. No, no, no. no, no that what like I'm commenting on is your effort as the hello passer to only give it to someone to send it to someone else and not just go to social media and do it yourself. It takes, it takes two seconds. I have a phone. Oh wait, I'm using the camera. I, I have things that I can do this with in the like two seconds, a text message, a tweet. All of it takes barely more time than tell someone I said, hello. It is offensive in 2021 to pass on a hello. I think this conversation is offensive. All right. That's fine. That's, <laughs> I believe, have, I believe your, I believe your hot take is too hot. Okay. It's too hot for reality. It's I fine. I don't understand. I, I this one, I honestly, and I'm not saying this to, to as a. I honestly don't get where you're coming from on this one. This seems this seems so Cody man seemed a little manufactured. Good. It's he seemed to get a little bit. <laughs> All right, it's fine. It's fine. Don't say so. Wait. So we're not. If if I'm talking to you, yes, and I remember, you know, as I were hanging up, I'm like, hey, say hi to Betty. I'm yeah. being lazy and and rude. Accurate. In 2021, you're being lazy and rude. Just go say hi to her on so, any of the so platforms. You would, rather, you would rather me have her phone number or her accounts and and just out of the blue, you know, just see, pass but, along a hello. Okay. I don't pass along hellos to you out of the blue. I know, but like this is this is the version of maybe what generationally there is some separation because. Yes, of course, you could be connected to an account of Betty's. You could be not, friends with her on social media. I'm friends with Casey on social media. I'm, sure? I'm friends. I don't think I'm friends with with Debbie on social media, but I'm friends with Casey at least. That's not inappropriate. That's that's no, the that's age fine. I, no, that's yeah. fine. And if and listen, uh, I'll, fine. I'll look up. I'll look up <laughs> Betty on Facebook. I'm going to start dropping her all kind of crazy. That's fine. She's on Twitter. <laughs> She's not on Facebook. She's not all on right. Facebook. I'm going to tweet all kind of crazy uh, conspiracy things at her. Have at it. That'll be no, sure. Like. She'll be if very I, happy to hear from you. If I see that, and, and I like, I I, uh, I commented on Casey's uh, Instagram post today. You there know, you go. If I see that, I would I wouldn't call Cody and go, "Hey, Cody, uh, I need you to you know, do this." But if I'm talking to Cody on the phone and we hang up, and I go, "Hey, say hi to Casey," I don't yeah. think I'm being out of uh, <laughs> out of line or being rude. I do. Uh, this, I, I can't get over it. Uh, all right, so. I don't know who Mike's talking to about being a douche. It's, it's, come on. We know who he's talking to. Of course I know, but I didn't want to just, uh, you know, no, we know. Out. I do take umbrage uh, with Craig's uh, claim that this is a generational thing. I think we are on a podcast. Realities may vary. And I think we all know, Craig, here's the thing about Craig. And we know, you know this, you've said this all the time. We've talked at length about it and it's great. Uh, right. One of the things I like about you, Craig, is that you hate small talk. <laughs> You think small talk is the worst? It it's is. A waste it's stupid. Time. It's a really now, dumb thing we all do. Brian, the way that Craig translates and interprets a, hey, tell the person I said hi, that is interpreted as small talk. You, Brian, and me, and many other people uh, interpret, normal hey, people. Tell Let's say it, normal people. <laughs> I didn't. You, hey, you put I the said, words I, there, I, not me. Tonight is the last night I'm doing the show, so we're going to go out with a bag. How <laughs> is it really? Why? Oh, we're, it's going to be fun now. Because no, we asked you to going. say hi to, we you to, say hi to Betty? 
No, please. I'm, I'm breaking this down for the listener, okay? I am yes, being please. very non-judgmental here. Like I said, one of my favorite things about Craig is that he doesn't like small talk, right? But for those of us that do, or at least yeah. understand what it is, sometimes, you know, if you say like, oh, hey, how you oh, doing? Oh, that shot. It, that's a, <laughs> understand what it is, my friend. I understand everything that small talk is. It's dumb. People don't actually yeah. want to do it. You've had scientific right. studies that you've reported on, Cody, on your award-winning podcast well, about true. how people don't like small talk. So I, I comprehend the existence of it, but it's, it's, it's freaking dumb. I don't, I well see now here's the thing. I agree with that. I don't consider a salutation at the end of a conversation, small talk because I'm salutation not... through a surrogate individual. <laughs> oh my it's God. Not... It's your wife. It's not it. You are honest to God. All you have to do is turn your head and there she is. No, in that it, moment, no. I was not, at the. I was at work. At so. Whatever moment, all right. Yeah. But you're going to see her. I'm not asking you to sure. go out of your way. Sure. Whatever. Listen, uh, drive downtown. There's a uh, there's a gal who lives at uh, 14th and uh, Main that I really you need to stop by, say hello to her, see how she's doing. Yeah. Uh, run by. Listen, uh, I knew a lady uh, who's now in a nursing home somewhere in Peoria. If you could drive to all of them. And uh, say hello. Again, her name's Blanche. You're, if you you're getting her, confused as to the effort that I'm getting upset with. It is not the thing you're asking of the individual in the middle to perform. That's not where I'm mad. I'm mad at the effort it took to say hello to someone through someone. I'm mad at the hello giver, not the hello passer. What's the effort if we're already talking? Exactly. You proved my point. There's no, no effort. I'm talking so I pass to you. On. Why it's pass no on an effort for hello? me to say I will say never hello. pass on an effortless hello. When you tell me to say hi to people at the end of phone calls, I've never once passed on those hellos. That's I've said shame. hello to zero people. That's a shame. It's just because it, you you didn't really try that hard to say hello to her. And in 2020, I, I, I was talking to you and I said, say hello. Now, here's the flaw in Go that ahead, logic, Cody. Craig. The flaw, right. the flaw in that, Craig, is that uh -huh. you have then never seen the response of the person that you passed the hello to, Right. Maybe if Brian said, say hi to Betty. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And you, stop, no, hold stop, on. And you said, you said, no, no, oh, Brian stop, stop. I want, I want to prove, I want to prove that I understand what the response would be without ever having witnessed it. Oh, that's nice. Say hello back. That's exactly what someone would say. I'm not going to do that either. And that's the dumbest that. non-conversation two people that. just didn't have. You didn't know yes, that. Yes, it is. That's what that. they say. Nah. You didn't know that. Nah. Everybody in the comment section, when you've passed on a hello, anytime you've ever done it, what was the response that you got back? Oh, that's nice. Say hello to them too. I never get mm. to say hello to them too, unless unless I'm going out the door, Here's and the they thing. know I'm going to see them. Craig, hey, say hi to Cody because I'm going to see Cody in about twenty minutes. So there's a good chance I'm going to say hello. It's Craig. It's a veiled gift to you because uh -huh. it gives you something to do. So here, let me <laughs> let me walk through this scenario. Right? No, no, no. Uh -huh. Not not just the act of saying hello. Check this out. All right. So right. let, let's let's theoretically plan this out. All right. Brian yeah. says, hey, Cody, say hi to Dr. Mrs. Mrs. Goff. I go, okay. I say, hey, Dr. Mrs. Brian says hi. Then she says, oh, cool. Hi. How is Brian doing? And then she's asking me a question and I have a conversation starter. And then I say, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then I talk about Brian. And then we are having a new conversation. He's, it's yeah. like going to an improv show and someone giving a suggestion. Yeah. He's you know, a it's a, you know it's a shame about that? Let's say Brian would love to talk about how he's doing to Casey. That didn't get to happen. <laughs> no one got to have that conversation now. Instead, you got to own all of the how Brian's doing conversation back to your wife when he would have enjoyed to tell her. Maybe no, I've, already told Cody. I've already told Cody. Why would I want to repeat that?
maybe you're in the need for another conversation, Noonan. It happens sometimes. I'm not sometimes need to, we I'm need not in the need for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I know we I didn't mean for it to go on this long. Cody brought oh, it up. No, he listen, triggered me. You this two had the, a thing. You two had a plan, and I'm down for it. I'm I'm game to go. Mm. I just, no, the, I just we, do not. I, I honestly we, we think do, you're from we another do, planet. We do so many stupid things as people, like little stupid, dumb things as people, and that's one of the things we do. And in the world we're in now, we don't have to do it anymore. We it's so easy to do something else. Uh, you just don't have to. I, no one can argue that point with me. You guys Brian, are arguing that I'm every, ludicrous. Every, my points. No, okay, whatever. You're one man drinking pre-made margaritas in his basement. You <laughs> you're the you're like the survivalist of weird takes. You're all a right. guy who has stockpiled all these takes it's in fine. a bunker somewhere. Sure. And now you're gonna, now That's if fine. the world ends, you've got a supply of crazy takes. That's fine. This uh, Brian, we <laughs> did not plan on this topic. Craig just started talking about it, and I, I stopped him, and I was like, Craig, you got to stop. I'm laughing too hard to go back on your no. show. You, I'm yeah. going to ask you about that. I'm going to mention this on Realities May Vary. I, yeah. This is all on me. This is the most fun I have ever had on this show, <laughs> is watching you two debate this inane, <laughs> yes. completely completely uh uh look i'm not i'm not trying we to... are 20 minutes into the show i know and we have been no 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 and we have been debating what really is beyond debate there's no, there's no arguing this point. there is every point. argument yeah it's, no it's fine and and there is every argument which is why it's hilarious to watch you two duke it out because it's utterly inconsequential uh, and I'm just, I'm dying. Can I, can here. I transition to what happened to my eye? People might yeah, but notice first my we eye need to mention up. your sponsor again. Cause I'm sure that's after, I'm, oh, I'm sure right, they're very happy fine. about that. That's good. Um, oh, actually, so, uh, Craig, my wife wanted to know what happened to your eye. Thank you. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Talk to me um, as if you're talking to her, just replace, uh, me yeah. with her. Okay, fine. Let's do that conversation. Say how how, how is it being as far out as you are from having a baby? Are you doing okay? I'm as far as. Uh, I, mean, I don't know how that, I don't know how recovery goes. I don't know how you're doing. I know you, you, you know, work out a lot. Is it, I've never pushed a baby out of my, my vagina because I don't have one. Follow me on Instagram. That's not how she talks. Uh, <laughs> are you, how, how is your health here? That's a more normal human way to ask it. How's your health, Casey? Is now that's who I'm talking a, to. I climbed a tree today. That's oh, true. Nice. She climbed, that she climbed nice. a tree today for work. That is impressive. Was, I know that's the Instagram post. Oh, she, I don't see, I don't open Instagram. By nah, the way, just, I'm I'm actually going to message her on Instagram now because I'm not going to I'm not going to you know say one thing. I'm not going to say one thing and then not actually execute it. I'm going to live the life I claim to live. Wow. Yeah. Are you sure you want to make that uh, commitment? Yeah, I am. Sure, I'm sure going to I'm gonna catch road? up with Casey on Instagram <laughs> DMs, and I hope she's not creeped out. I, I hope I don't creep out your wife. Mm, I Good talk, for, real head. I think for a simple hello, that's that's okay. Hold on. But can I go back to my eye? This eye is very yeah, screwed up. Yeah, what happened to your eye? It's been Top screwed up eye. for 24 hours. Um, uh, and, and Cody knows this. You get a house and you start to like do things and you mm -hmm. buy tools. And sure. these are tools that I've never used in activities like construction things I've never planned to do in my life. I bought a miter saw um, okay. to shave some blinds to fit in a window because I wanted blackout blinds. Blackout blinds mm -hmm. have to cover every part of a window in our bedroom Correct. so that it's, it's you know pitch black in there. Um, but the they didn't have the exact amount of inches, so I had to cut it. Um, I did it without glasses. I had contacts in. I'm pretty sure a tiny Ooh. bit of plastic and or blind is in here and won't come out. And Wait, it's been in there you, for 24 hours. Were you wearing safety goggles? I was not. It said on the, like in the book, like I think part one of the book was wear safety goggles because you could get something in your eye every, horribly. Every power tool it. you're going to buy will yeah. tell you that very first thing. 
Yeah, yeah I know. Tools, power yeah. tools. Always wear well, safety goggles. The other sad thing is like I, I sort of half of my life wear safety goggles by accident in sure. glasses. And I also wasn't wearing those. I had contacts in. So I'm pretty sure right here there is a piece of plastic and or blind that uh, is not going to come out. That's going to be exciting for the eye surgery story. I can't wait. You're going to yeah. have to tell us. It's going to be fun. Hey, tell your eye doctor I said hello. Yeah. <laughs> I will not do that. So oh, I no. will punch him in the mouth for you. No joke, though, Craig. Like, any time I use any power tool, I use safety goggles. Yeah, I got it now. I've, I have Just, legitimate well, proof following me around. Well, lesson learned. You didn't. I'm glad. I'm, I'm really glad you didn't get it. Like, your eye wasn't injured. It, so it, yeah. it just hurts. It's kind of sore. Uh, well, if yeah. there's something in there, it's injured. Yeah, it's injured. You might have I, blown I mean, out his not, retina. No, I didn't do that. My retina's fine. Are it's, you it's, sure? Uh, it's over here. It's, Are you an ophthalmologist? I think so. Yeah. Are you an ichthyologist? <laughs> Is that a dinosaur? It sounds like you it. Studies insects. Okay. No, that's an entomologist. Birds. Ichthyologist is birds, isn't it? Why would you want to study birds? I didn't study any of those things. I have an object in my eye. That's where I was. I don't know where you two went. I'll be have over you tried here. tried flushing it? Yeah. I've tried a lot of stuff. It's not, it hasn't worked out yet. So when are you going to the eye doctor? I don't think I have insurance yet because I just started my show. I think uh, I get insurance in like two more weeks. Six months. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think I'm gonna hope it comes out before I have to go to the doctor. I think that's I'm where ask, I'm at. I'm gonna ask a dumb question. Uh, okay. Uh, I want you to say hi to somebody for me. No. Uh, we'll see comparatively how dumb it is. Well, what I already did. Oh, an ornithologist is birds. Thanks, Marta. Uh, ichthyologist is fish. But that's not the question. Those were answers. There's a lot of people that knew the answer to that and or Googled it. A lot of people are very, very quick. <laughs> there's there's things. three individuals on our chat that wanted to seem intelligent or actually are. I'm not sure which one. They are. They're intelligent. Okay. Okay. Well, none none of them Googled it. So yeah, we'll good. let them, you know, we'll let you draw that's your impressive. conclusion. Uh, you haven't closed on your house yet, right? No. No, that went What are you doing, are you doing with home improvement? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Newton, I know. We've done a lot of terrible things. Uh, Friday was, was a bad day. Uh, in the old Collins household. Um, or is that what you want to talk about? Do you want to no, go? No, I was just asking why you're doing, why you're doing home improvement on a house you don't own yet. Well, so we learned that lesson too, Noonan. Uh, so we were supposed to close Friday and it didn't work out. And it was late Friday night that we actually had the sellers agree to the extension. And uh, we possessed the house early. Uh, so we started maybe changing some things uh, that we shouldn't be changing. Um, and during that whole process, we learned that if they hadn't agreed to the extension, we would have had to move out and repair all the damage and or pay for it. So Friday, all day. Damn, what, what damage have you done? Well, that's the, the home improvements. So she pulled some stuff out of some walls. Let's let's be honest. She she took some things out of some walls that she actually like right here. You can't see it. It's on the yeah. side uh, upstairs, a few other places. So we were trying to spackle. I was trying to do a lot of things to fill in some some things that got removed uh, all day Friday until the very end of the evening when the extension got signed. Um, it was an intense day. That was an intense, it was self-inflicted. Wow. Yeah. So I've learned a lot of lessons in the last time, since the last time I appeared on this program. Holy All of them, God. my own mistakes. Yes. Yeah. Yikes. It's not a lot of fun. You so that's why you don't have time to tell somebody hello. Yeah. And that's also why I'm just chugging pre-mixed margarita. That's why I'm you. spending. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. I would just be guzzling uh -huh. nonstop. Yeah. Well, I didn't do any of the home improvements though. I'm not supposed to throw the wife under the bus, but I, I didn't, I didn't do them. What, what'd she pull out of the walls? Okay, this is a thing. Um, okay, we don't have okay. to get into this. No, we can get in. We can get into it. Um, 
Well, I didn't know it was going to be a thing. I thought it's it was a thing. Noon and everything with me is a thing. Um, the the sellers of the house were very proud of a part of their. So we have like a little breakfast nook area in our kitchen. Oh, sounds our, charming. It's, it's laid out poorly. It's a very small little kitchen, but there's this lovely little breakfast nook. And for whatever reason, uh, the the previous owners won some kind of Oprah contest and had the container people put a bunch of little like storagey things in that breakfast nook and just ruined it. It it wasn't a nook anymore. It was a bunch of like you know, poorly oh. designed storagey things, but the sellers were very proud of it. They sent us a specific email about how lovely it was, about how it was a talking piece in the home, and you could mention that Oprah designed it. My wife destroyed that thing within <laughs> weeks, just ripped everything out. It's all, I think, way behind me. You can't see it in the basement. All the storage, it's the walls were somewhat damaged. Um, it did not live a long life once we took possession of this home. And it was very difficult to try to get to some semblance of repair in that part of the kitchen Dude. if we had had to be out by Friday night. So that that's the thing that happened. Wow. Yeah, but they're very proud of it. They said how like they won the Oprah contest and the, the people came to the house and designed it. But it was still, it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in a house. And we knew we were going to destroy it immediately because right. we want a breakfast nook. Yeah, but not your house yet. Well, it's supposed to be now on Thursday. It was going to be tomorrow, but now it's Thursday. They put the sold sign outside. They changed it from pending to sold, the uh, the real estate agent for the other people. Yeah. I feel like that's a good sign. Well, it's a okay. sign. Literally. <laughs> it's literally a sign. Uh, look, some yes. people in this, I'm sure some people listening are like, you know, why, you know, didn't you know you shouldn't have done this, blah, blah, blah. Like, look, there's a lot of people that rent or go into places that do things they're not supposed to do. Uh, and a yeah. lot of them do things way more extreme than Craig. So uh, it's not like you're the only, like you're dumb or anything. Like yeah, my no. parents used to uh, rent out a house and some uh, some lawyer and his girlfriend moved into this house they were renting out and they painted all the kitchen cabinets. Oh. They were renting a house and they just painted right. all the kitchen cabinets. So uh, my parents had to go after him for tens of thousands of dollars because I don't know if you know this, but kitchen cabinets are absurdly expensive and you can't really just paint them can't just walk no. into a house you're renting and paint them you know what i mean okay you brought up paint for some reason in our basement there's a crap ton of paint there's like 20 different like semi-used things of paint that are all different colors that's we every every we, place i've ever moved into there's been leftover paint in the garage there's been motor oil there oh yeah because nobody knows how to get rid of it but i'm I'm, I'm scared of the fact that we can't find some of these colors of paint anywhere in the house why do i have like random half-used paint that's not anywhere in the home they when did that like happen? Two, one or two paint jobs ago, those were the yeah. colors, and they just oh. kept stacking it up. Yep, because they mm -hmm. could. Because how hard is it to get rid of paint? It's very. I didn't you're know. You're supposed that. to get kitty litter, and or you're supposed to take it to like one of these hazardous waste uh, places. So it's, okay. it's a nightmare to get rid of paint. Every place I've ever well, lived, not gallons, gallons of paint everywhere. Not by anymore. Gallons, I mean like this much in the gallon, or maybe this much. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Brian, not anymore as much because, like, oh. there were certain chemicals and paints that made that. A th so that's what my dad thought. Because we had, we've got, Craig, we've got 20 buckets of paint here. And my dad was lead? like. Are you talking about lead? Right, yeah. My, and my dad I was like, hey, you got to. Hey, well, of it's course. Delicious. It, <laughs> so, 
He's like, you got to figure out how to get rid of it. Most of the acrylic paints is literally it's if it's empty, you can put a couple like wood chips in there. And as long as it's like pretty much dry, you can throw it in either the trash or the recycling. I can't remember. But one or the other, you can just dispose of it and waste management will come get it or okay. whatever. You, you should check your local. They'll literally Google how to dispose paint in your area. Sometimes there's special places. So check the can. But a lot of it now you can just trash as long as it's is dry. The kitty litter stuff comes in where when you need to dry out the can, let's say there's like a third left, you got to put mm -hmm. something in there to get it to harden. Okay. And then once it's like that, you just you, you you dump it. So it's it's not that big of a deal. But because there's differences over time, some people may not have known that. So you may have had a bunch of owners. To Brian's point, they've used that paint in the past, and then they're like, I don't know what to do with this. They're too they didn't have Google or whatever, and they, so they just you know, left it in the basement. So. They were too busy putting up organizers in their nook. <laughs> It's the it's the dumbest. I, I hope they don't ever <laughs> listen to the show. I would feel bad if I made fun of the sellers this bad, but it, it was the stupidest. I if you won a contest and that's what you gain from the contest, you ruined a part of your home. I don't get that. But why see, didn't you? Anytime we've sold a house, something that we treasured, somebody else thought was garbage when they moved in. And but there were so they, many other places to put. Like my basement is full of locations that you could put right. developed storage into and have yeah. a wonderful. Why the you, breakfast nook? Then you got to walk downstairs. That's a lot of hassle. Okay. That's as much of a pain in the ass as telling somebody hello. I <laughs> walk in the basement to get you, my You cereal. totally still misunderstand the take. You completely to misunderstand the take. No, I get the take. I get okay. the take. The take that's is you're fine. slamming somebody who tells you to say hello as being Because that guy's lazy, not me for passing <laughs> it on. No. Mm hmm that's great. That's the best. I get, the, done, I get the tape. I'm done I talking just to Hannah. With it I'll never talk percent. to her again. Oh, that's right. Habitat for Humanity will take paint. They take paint yeah. donations. Yeah. I'll do donate that. it. My wife donates right. everything. We'll donate it. There you go. <laughs> cool. You better not till you close. I, I, I wouldn't be donating <laughs> which, anything yet. Which is now Thursday. And it was, I was supposed to be say, Wednesday. Hold on to everything for the next couple of days. I don't I don't want to flame anybody that's a part of my process, but um when you guys have close dates, like how how common is it for that to get pushed back twenty-four hours before the day? I would assume that if we knew something wasn't closing, we would have known earlier than we found out Thursday evening that we weren't closing Friday morning, and we found out at four thirty today that we're not closing tomorrow morning. I dislike that time frame, especially with the job I have and how tough it is to take time off specifically for my kind of gig. Um, is that normal? Did you guys have anything ever get extended before? No. I'm surprised on the second one. The first one, okay. the first one you could go, okay, there was something, but then anything that they, I would think anything that was discovered last week that was an issue should have been taken yeah. care of before this one. Well, and it's not our issue. Uh, we there someone is. else is going to wind up helping pay for the the fees that are going to be involved because we weren't the ones that screwed up. But yeah, it's it hasn't been awesome. I I, I mentioned this story when you first talked about close the closing process. I specifically told you the story about how our attorney had to hang up twice because he had to get on the phone with another house where the sellers were like the day of the closing the buy like there was a giant like a pipe exploded. And the entire basement oh, yeah. flooded and they had a read. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how common it is. I don't have like a percentage for you, mm -hmm. but I do know that sometimes unexpected, crazy, wacky things can happen. And, yeah. uh, you know, it could be worse. It could be like, you know, you woke up one day and like 20 cockroaches came out of the wall or something like that. It sounds yeah. to me like, you know, there's just a couple of logistical issues. And, uh, you know, I think I think it could be worse. So, you know, hopefully you okay. can try to stay positive. And, okay. uh, you know, I feel bad wow. that all this stuff happened, but. I think yeah. you could. I think you can get out of this okay. I okay. like I Kumbaya Cody. Bump. 
Yeah, I do. Somebody I like it too. Cody comes yeah. in and it's yeah. always uh, the bright side. I was waiting for him to pass the joint, but I realized oh, yeah. we're not in the same place. Yeah. Plus the duchy. That is, yeah. man, right. Cody, good Hold for on. you. Hold on, I think it's from down here. Good. Where is the... I, I mean, you're not ankle deep in water right now in the basement. And that legit is a thing that could happen. So like, okay. you know, like in this, just in keep perspective, it, you know, it sucks. Um, you know, I'm sure I don't sure think they're ever going to let us buy the house. I think it's going to, every. it's always going to get yeah. pushed back. We're going to well, be perpetually not buying this house. And you're going to have to keep looking at that empty nook thinking of what might have been. Yeah. No. No, I know exactly what goes in the nook now. We have a lovely little uh, tiny IKEA table that's going to oh, be a lovely coffin. No, oh, I really <laughs> thought you were going to say coffin. coffin. That would have been great. Myself. A two-person little IKEA kitchen table. It's going to go right there. Betty and I are going to have lovely lovely little breakfasts in our in our nook. Well, that's and no storage. An IKEA that's reference funny. coming up, a story that I saw today, but the closest I ever came to your situation uh, when we were moving into our house in Frankfurt, we mm. were supposed to close on a certain day and our stuff was coming from across the country and it was supposed to get, everything was supposed to, like we left ourselves no window. Yeah. It was going to be, we took possession at 1130 and at 1133, the truck was supposed to pull up in front of yeah. the house and there was an issue and things didn't go. And the guys, the movers calling me from the holiday Inn parking lot going, Hey, the truck's here. You ready to move it? I'm like, hang on just a couple seconds. And my brother was at the house because we yeah. were at the closing. It was, uh, it's, it's a nightmare, but you'll get yeah. through it. All right, <laughs> Kumbaya, job. Cody. Okay. I was on mute. Yes. 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 I'm Kumbaya. I was checking my blood sugar real quick there. Oh my gosh. How is it? <laughs> it's fine. No, my continuous, uh, inch, yeah, it doesn't can you tell your blood sugar? I said, hello. I can, I can. And then I can that's flip lovely. the bird. Cause that's Thank usually you so That is lazy of you, Craig. <laughs> slothful and lazy and inconsiderate how is. dare it you is. try to pass along good wishes wonderful these blood sugar thank how you dare you i'm he glad we agree. good wishes you just said hello yeah i, did, I didn't care other than that oh it was yeah. obvious <laughs> don't you think hello is really an outdated thing that only idiots say that uh you're a failure <laughs> of life if you say hello to a person when you see him it's like i see you i visually see you. i need to acknowledge that using i don't know how that i don't know how do you think that common take. courtesy is for no, i don't know how that take is even remotely equivalent to my take i don't even get the humor of your joke because it's so far <laughs> off i like my take better. is no i wasn't commenting on your take craig i was coming up with sure my own were. unique take <laughs> yeah. i'm uh -huh. a special snowflake yeah. and my take is my own take and you cannot take that away <laughs> from me Okay. Everybody's getting triggered. Let's mm -hmm. all take a yeah. deep breath and, you know, remember <laughs> that we are not. What do you, hey, hold on. What do you get for Father's Day, Noonan? Uh, what kind of gifts? Cody's not, his child's not old enough yet for this. Well, what this, kind is, of this is his first Father's Day. He's not going to get a gift. His baby's not going to go out and buy anything. The wife is going to buy something. That's, that's not the same. That's gonna, That's nice. That's it, lovely. But the baby gift no. is what's important. The children no, you, gifts. No. That's the Father's Day gift. <sighs> okay. Guess no, Isn't but it? when your children are young, like for Christmas and stuff, the the parent buys this stuff from the kid. So Cody okay. will probably get something uh, from his wife to celebrate, just like he gave her something for Mother's Day. I'm sure that was from the baby, even yeah. though she knows the baby doesn't have good credit. The baby's not going out to Macy's to you know buy her mm -hmm. something. Yeah. So that you know it comes from the. Uh, I actually have one Father's Day gift uh, that's hanging on the wall in my office that Molly made me. I wish I had dated it uh, when she was very, very young. Um, you know, I uh, this is a handmade stuff when they're little. When they, you know, when they get into school and stuff, they make stuff for Father's Day. Yeah. Um, you know, 
Are you excited for this year? Are you expecting any kind of fancy gift? No, God. Okay. Please. Uh, I don't know. I, I Molly said she was coming over, so I guess that's good. Um, no, Even I though you want to be left alone every year. Cody knows my one gift. every My birthday, Father's Day, anniversary, Arbor Day. I just want a piece of quiet. Mm. Never get it. Dude, um, like never you, get a piece of quiet. Like, like you for uh, Father's Day, I asked for, I just want to play Final Fantasy 14 for four hours. That's all I want. And what, I uh, want. what do you think you'll get? Not that. Not that. Absolutely not that. But no, we'll see. I, I, listen, I don't want to seem ungrateful because I am ungrateful, but I don't want to mm -hmm. seem ungrateful. You do. That would be like a guy asking somebody to say hello to somebody else. I don't want to. Yeah, I know. I don't do that. Um, so let's, <laughs> I, I talked about it on the radio show today. Um, I think that this is the forgotten holiday. The Father's Day is the thrown away holiday. Mother's Day, for whatever reason, is tremendously more important. Every other big deal holiday is important. But Father's Day is a last minute gift holiday if there ever was one. I don't know why that is. Why Father's is it day, Father's Day you end up cooking for you? Like, I'll probably end up cooking dinner for everybody. <laughs> my God, if on Mother's Day I asked my wife to make dinner, there would mm. be hell to pay. Okay. Not so why chance. why is that? As as a guy who because doesn't have any kids, do you want to get you want to get to you want to get serious for a minute? You want yeah. me to go go into my whole rant on Come how on. fathers are not uh, valued in this society? Yeah, There's let's do a, it, Papa Noonan. That is, they, fathers are not fathers are not as valued. Look at all the way from sitcoms to everywhere else. You know, uh, you know, we talk about all the time about problems with families and stuff. Uh, it's because there's not a uh, you know, fathers are not really valued. You know, if you have one, you realize how lucky you are. Uh, if you don't, you want one, I would imagine. Uh, if you have a crappy one, you realize how bad that situation is. But overall, you know, it's like, oh. And and to be honest, I say that. But then if you poll, I would imagine, this is unscientific, of course. If you polled 10 dads and go, do you care about Father's Day? They'd go, you know, I want my kids to say happy Father's Day. I'm glad <laughs> I have my kids. But really it's just Sunday. I'm going to probably still cut the grass and we're, you know, we're all going to go get ice cream or something and it'll be fine. We don't, we don't care about it as much. Why you know? not? Cut the Why don't grass, we care about it? Man. I, Cause <laughs> I don't, cause yeah, he's yeah. doing a pot thing. Cody's gone for a second. Cut go ahead. The grass, you know what I'm no, saying? We gotta, listen, we gotta, we gotta let him flower. Cutting the grass. <laughs> I got some flower for you. You know what I'm saying? Let's go, dude. I'm going to go cut some grass. I'll be back. The weirdest. This is the weirdest pause. That was the weirdest pause. Just letting him go. All right. There's, there's uh, tell Casey I said hi. Go. Yeah, tell Casey I said hi, too. Okay. Go Who's ahead. the laziest? Me? No, 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 I think second? you are. Because mine was sarcastic, so you're lazier. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we need... Uh, you know, and I, I listen, moms, moms, I'm not saying all moms are thirsty and need all that attention, <laughs> but uh, big card <laughs> and big holiday is behind mm -hmm. Mother's Day a lot more than it is Father's yeah, Day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hey, look at gifts for dad. And it's all like tools and uh, lawnmowers and, well, you know, things like that, that dads want to use. Things but, you do around the house. Those are activities. Right. But yeah. moms use, moms use things that you would never push for Mother's Day. Like, hey, no. vacuum cleaners. Gifts no, yeah, for Bob. No. How about no. an ironing board? That'd you'd be, be thrown out of places. Oh my yeah. God. You'd be murdered. Yeah. You'd be murdered. Yeah. Mom gets breakfast in bed. Dad gets yeah. to mow the lawn. Yeah. yeah. If the, you know, uh, if I have, it'll be like on my, I want like an hour to sit in the backyard and smoke a cigar. Okay. 
that'll be it. Have a drink, smoke a cigar. But, mm. you know, just I think for dads, it's just the fact that you're getting to spend a little time with your kids or that they remembered. And, sure. you know, when they're little and they make this stuff, you, you go, oh, this is kind of cute. And some stuff you hang on to, some stuff just gets lost in the sure. in the shuffle down the road. But, uh, okay. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, I was just, is, I was curious. I said it was similar to, to dad at Christmas. Uh, a lot of people stereotypically say that dad one doesn't know what's in the presents. He doesn't know. And I, I see this with my little brother all the time. Uh, my little brother's got three kids. And for the most part, it seems like his wife is more familiar with what's coming out of those boxes than he is. And then when it gets to the point to give gifts to dad, it feels like most people put way more thought into mom and or children, depending on who you are. That so when dad gets his Christmas gifts, they, they feel as though they were the last item on the checklist for everybody. And there's something interesting about that. Dad didn't really do a lot of the shopping. Dad also didn't seem to come into the equation till the end as far as gift buying. It depends on the age, too. I know with Molly, I was very, very involved like when she was a kid, a little kid, and doing that stuff. But then there was always something Debbie would get, you know, whether it was stuff for the style, like cosmetics and stuff for the stocking. Yeah. I had no idea. Right. And, you know, I, but I knew the big stuff because I had either suggested it or gone and gotten it or, you know, so I do some. But then, then there'd be years where, uh, you know, I knew there were, I had a couple ideas or, or I had picked a few things up and then I'd be wrapping stuff going, what the hell is this? But since I wrap <laughs> it, I always, since I wrap it, at least I know what's in there Sure. except for the stocking stuff. And I'm like, sure. why do we need 8,000 scrunchies again? What's the, <laughs> how much lip gloss? She has two lips. How, how mm -hmm. much gloss does she need? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know, but All right. there's that. Have I've learned been, things. Have you guys been going out now that the world is open again? Yeah, of course. Been doing things. Have you been maskless? Yeah, of course. Okay. I no, I, I'm sorry. Did Easy. anybody see? Okay, if we want to go there, did anybody see John Stewart on on Stephen Colbert? Yes, but uh, yeah. No. But I, I what did he do? I, I think he went a little nuts. Did well, joke? Uh, depending on who you ask, um, John Stewart talked more about the origins of COVID nineteen and whether or not the Wuhan lab in China yes. may have been somehow responsible. And John Stewart, to me said a lot of things that a rational human would say without necessarily saying he knows for sure, because no one knows for sure. Uh, but he he acted like a regular person. And John Stewart is notorious for his commitment to being on the left. I don't think John is a guy right. that dabbles on being on the right. So, no. so in the same conversation about mask wearing and the science involved in now saying that we're safe going out in public, especially if you're vaccinated, uh, I guess only if you're vaccinated, I, I feel like we're diving into the same bucket as, as John Stewart you know, no, diving into the that. No, that I wasn't getting no, into no, the I don't, whole I don't political aspect it. of this. I, I I'm mean, asking because I connected the two conversations because I, I do think a lot of people are still weary. I think there's a lot of vaccinated people I, I come in contact with who are still wearing a mask and still weary. And I think that that fear is coming from uh, the politics or, or emotions involved in the last year and not necessarily caring about what current science says about the safety of someone who's fully vaccinated. Oh, I, I, that, that wasn't the road I was taking at all, but uh, <laughs> I took it you, since you wanted to take it into, uh, into that realm. No, I, I've been going since, well, what was it? Uh, what's today? Whenever last week, whenever the big opening day yeah. was, uh, June 15th, last no, uh, Friday, June 15th, 11th, Friday yeah, the 11th was opening day. Anywhere, opening day. anywhere that, that said that you were allowed to be unmasked when you're fully vaccinated. I went in unmasked even Me before too. we were fully open when I was fully vaccinated, when I hit my two weeks. Anywhere that it was allowed, I, I went there. Yes, it's been okay. weird. 
It's been it's so not. weird. No, because you're so, because now I, I have one in my pocket just in case. Cause there was one, okay. uh, last yeah, Saturday morning I was picking up, I was going to my mom's, I was picking up breakfast at Panera and they asked everybody to wear a mask. Okay, cool. I pulled the sure. mask out of my pocket, put it on. Sure. It was fine. But the day before I had been at like Binnie's and I had been at Walmart and Sam's and all these places that sure. were, Hey, it's recommended if you're not vaccinated. I'm like, dude, I'm vaccinated and I'm in there and I'm feeling free and easy yeah. and I'm getting side-eyed by people. Yes, and you I'm are. Like, you're going to get side-eyed. That's I got what I mean. Side-eyed. Today well, at Noonan, Jewel, I got side-eyed and Noonan, I'm happy about it. Noonan, that is a political conversation, whether we want it to be or not, because you got side-eyed because how political and how emotional that conversation became and how it has nothing to do with the current data and science into it. I said this to my wife. Uh, who sometimes actually still likes to wear a mask, even though she's fully vaccinated. I will not do that. My even though wife. she's fully vaccinated. And I don't make Betty feel bad about wanting to wear a mask. I tell her that, you know, if she asks that I don't think she needs to, but but do it. Do whatever makes you comfortable. The thing that makes me mad now, though, <laughs> is am. when someone <laughs> when someone who's wearing a mask judges someone who's not wearing one and just assumes they're not vaccinated because mm-hmm. of the fight we had for months and months and months in all this. That All of that is political and silly. Uh, because well, listen, I'm assuming, I'm assuming if let's say in Illinois, they said 70% of all adults have had at least one, sure. uh, one vaccination. Well, I'm guessing the other 30% are still going without their mask. And at this point, I don't care. Listen, Hey man, let's go. Everybody's having fun. I'm out. I'm walking around. I got right. my deal. And yes, you, are. you know, I took my little picture of the card in case, uh, you know, in case I have to show my papers somewhere. I'm like, yeah, check this out. Right. I got it. Well, I see now I don't, I don't understand. And I, I like Marta a lot. I don't want to attack this comment in a mean way, but, but Marta, it seems like what you're saying is that Noonan and I are making a mistake by going out without a, without a mask, even though we're fully vaccinated. I'm not the only one in the show that believes in the, the being out and being mask free. Now that you're fully vaccinated science believes that right. too. I, I think that we, that's the I reason think, I got vaccinated. I think we hunkered down. I think that all of us have, have dug in and we like, I wore a mask every moment of every day that I was supposed to, when I wasn't fully vaccinated or when, you know, everyone was being told to wear one. I never went non-mask anywhere. I never had a fight. I, I did it. Uh, and I was totally happy doing it. But now that I'm fully vaccinated and we're allowed, I go mask free because I think I comprehend the science to mean that I am incredibly safe. So, so when I talk about those things and well, uh, all right, Marta commented again, I don't understand that no inoculation in the history of humans is hundred percent. Then nobody some said people it was know 100%. that some people but, want to claim it's political. I don't understand that comment then from her. Well, um, here's, here's the okay. thing about the, va- the, uh, the yeah. vaccine. I think we all realize it's supposed to be what 96, 97% of whatever the yeah. uh, efficacy rate is, which just means yeah, there's a, b- a tiny chance of a breakthrough that you could get sick, but you're not going to yeah. get sick like you would before when no, you weren't vaccinated. You weren't. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to I'm I'm going to yeah. accept the side eyes and I'm not going to bow to peer pressure unless unless the like side I said, eyes, if the there's thing, a business that asked me to wear it, I'm going to wear it. If not, I love it. I'm out and thing, I'm feeling free right, and easy. The, the thing about the side eye is that people assume that that means you weren't masking right. the entire time. They I don't understand. understand that some people are on the same team. We just now feel as though it's safe to be mask free. If I believed the science before, I have to believe the science now. Correct. And, and so that's what I'm doing. So the thing that annoys me the most about the side, I had a story. I think I might have told it here on the show where I was riding my Greg, elevator. Greg, I don't think it's. I don't think it's incumbent upon us to continue to talk while that's the fine. mummy. What? No, no, no. Just we have to address the mummy in the room. 
That's fine. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't I know. I was going to keep ignoring it. What Trody uh, or Cody is doing. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what Trolley is doing over there. I am doing what makes me feel comfortable. Okay, good. Don't good, give me a side <laughs> eye. I feel comfortable doing this. Do you know that Pornhub has a new category for videos in which everyone is wearing a mask? Is that true? It's called mutual masturbation. <laughs> it's where they masturbate each other. They masturbate each other to completion. <laughs> to immunity. What do they do? Mutually masturbate. Look it up. This is a family-friendly podcast. Cody out. So anymore. I like I like the faux version of dropping the mic. He has a mic in his camera shot, but he didn't yeah. drop that. No, he faux dropped the mic. Yeah. You yeah, that's an SM7B. Here's the thing. When Jewel a- opened up, I walked in and I was vaccinated and I wore my mask and I wasn't wearing pants. And I thought to myself, why am I getting weird looks? Yeah. This is not a free country anymore. If I can't okay, walk into the jewel pantsless. And there that upsets go. me. See, that so, makes no sense. Uh, by the way, Maureen. Maureen has a great point. Stop worrying what other people think. But I, I think we're in such a weird time in society. I think the reason we're seeing so many fights on airplanes, here's a dovetail. So many fights on airplanes is that people are so stressed about so many things for whatever reason. And then you're shoving them all into a very small contained box for an amount of time that we've seen an insane spike in physical confrontation on airplanes while people are in flight in the air. I think that's just a demonstration of how all of us are, we're anxious about going out there, seeing other people that may or may not agree or disagree with us and, and how we handle those situations. So yeah, we should not care what people think. And Brian and I, or anybody else should be able to ignore side eye. Oh, I do. It's it's harder to do. Well, I know, I know you're not yelling at anybody, but you, you, it it was just weird. It was weird to me because I'm, I was expecting at jewel everywhere all week, but at jewel this afternoon, I was expecting more people to be without masks Mm -hmm. because there's, there's, they don't even have a, I don't even know if they had a sign that said like recommended if you're unvaccinated. I was like, no, everybody should be running around crazy now. Right. Right. You know? And I, I agree with Marta's point there. People seemingly today want to get mad nowadays on both sides of almost sure. any conversation. People do go out anxious. And I can't I, tell I you how happy too. I was to lick my fingers to open up the <laughs> produce bag. I was ecstatic. I'm like, I was shoving my whole fist in my mouth. Oh, you know what, Betty? Betty's been thrilled about bringing her own bags back to grocery stores, like oh, really? recyclable, our own bags. That's been, mm-hmm. she was so upset that for so long we had to have the plastic or the brown paper bag. Oh, from the, yeah. No, unironically, yes. My wife has been very annoyed at that. We've gone through like 700 plastic bags in the last year. Yeah. And we yeah. have like 40 tote bags that we could have yeah. easily brought. And it's like, are we going to bring COVID in with a tote bag? That makes we zero we were, sense. We thought we were at the beginning. Remember yeah. when everybody was scrubbing down their groceries? Right. Stupid. Yeah. Even even Starbucks now taking the, the home cup, allowing you to fill your own cup at the Starbucks has made Betty a very happy human. And these are yeah. just silly little things. See, no, I, got out, silly, I was dude. in the habit. I had, I had worked very hard to get into the habit of having using the reusable bags. I have them in the car and I was, you know, in the city, we have to, in the suburbs, you don't. So the jewel, the closest jewel to me, I live in the city is a city jewel. And I got used to using the bags, but then they wouldn't let you use the bags. So then I got used to using the plastic bags again, which I used to pick up dog poop in the yard. So 
I use them, <laughs> you know, I use them. Yeah. Uh, but now today I had to, today I had to drop 28 cents because I forgot my reusable bags and I wasn't, I know, listen, I've done this in the past, run out to the car, leave the car. It's, no, too much of a hassle today. Sure. I thought 28 cents is my time is worth more than 28 cents. So I, and I was honest, obviously yeah. that I used four bags. I paid for four bags, whatever, uh, Mayor Lightfoot, you know, could rest on her high horse. Cause I dropped my 28 cents, <laughs> but, um, I like I, I like the reuse. I don't mind the reuse. Yeah. No, all that all that planet. stuff. There's yeah, so no. many ways in which like restoring us back to everyday life is tremendously valuable, but still a, a difficult and delicate emotional thing. I'm not gonna lie people. to you. As much as I like going out without the mask, I'm good with never having to mingle in public again. <laughs> I love not having the mask. I love the okay. uh, you know the hundred okay. percent uh, capacities. I'm mm -hmm. happy for all the businesses. I may sure. uh, may go back to a Broadway in Chicago production. Sure. Uh, when they come back, oh, you know, you'll be something I'll do. Oh. You want to talk about exciting, dude? You know, I'm going to Guns N' Roses in September. That's all great. Uh, I scored tickets in the 200 level. Summerfest headliner, Milwaukee, September nice. 11th, Dave Chappelle. Nice. You got him? Wow. I got nice. him. It's going to be legendary Dave Chappelle on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. That's already funny. I can't wait. I can't no, wait. No, I don't I am, find it funny. It is. I, I, I it think is. seeing Dave Chappelle is fantastic. Yeah, I don't, it's great. It's I don't get yeah, your yeah. connection to the humor yeah. there. Yeah. Because yeah, he's yeah. going to make jokes about politics and it will be. Yes, he is. Chappelle's great. I like yeah. humor about politics and don't say yeah. that 9 11 is not political. We went to a, we went to war after it. Okay. Sure. I'm not saying 9 11 was funny, you idiot. No, it's fine. No, I, did. I didn't now. think I didn't think you said that. I didn't, All right. I didn't take that Dave Chappelle yeah. will be funny. He'll say political things that will be will. funny because yes. a, a lot of things that happened Politics after 9-11 will be on everybody's mind. It will be yes. funny. So yes. anyway. Yes. But it's yeah, uh, I'm hype. He's like the most famous comedian in the world right now. So yeah. like, you know, whatever. I'm down. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty hyped. Yeah. I'm excited to go to Black Widow in a theater. That's Are something really? I'm excited to do. Yeah, I want to see the Black Widow movie. Oh, I do too. I do too. Nah. But I'm not... I my brother I want just popcorn. told me. That, I no. want all that. See, okay. I I know I do, Craig. I want all that, but not with other people, because Why? I because people in movie theaters are the rudest human beings on the face of the earth. Not and opening I, night. I opening look, night, we're all nerds. No, I look they at are. I look at movie theater, the movie theater experience as like a religious experience. I I respect mm. it, and uh -huh. I do I not like it. going with other people. Yeah. Now, I just learned this yesterday. Okay. AMC will rent out a theater. They will for two hundred bucks. Well, I don't know if that's true. Anymore. Is people. that still true now? My brother just did it uh, last weekend for my okay. niece's seventh birthday. Okay. And they all got a uh, they all got a little box with popcorn and stuff in it and a cup, and they have the all you can drink out there. And it was just them in the theater. Wow. Just them. See, I don't know though. There's I would something love about, that. See, I, there's something about seeing a, a, a superhero movie specifically opening night. Like when Captain America lift up, lifted up uh, Thor's hammer, my audience that I was with cheered loudly at that moment. Right. And you have to be there opening night with yeah. other nerds, with half the people dressed like people in the movie to get that experience. I remember when Batman, the Dark Knight, when he came out in the bat cycle from the mm -hmm. Batmobile, the audience at Navy Pier erupted. And I was like, this is, this is why you go to a movie with other humans. It was so much. Every time I've seen that moment now, like at my house, rewatching the movie, and I've done that multiple times. It's, it's. I remember it. It's not as good, 
the audience cheering is the best part. That's what makes a movie special, Noonan. That's why you go opening no, the night. Movie, the, the, movie is, the movie is special. The film itself is special. The mingling with insensitive and uh, rude people in public is not part. That's what's ruined that the experience. It doesn't happen opening night. Everybody who goes is a nerd. No. You got to go I, only I, I opening disagree. night. I disagree. Okay. All right, fine. I've been in too many movie theaters across the land. Uh, on opening night, Brian? I think it's communal. Night. I think it's a communal, uh, you know, especially those big tentpole movies where it's hard to get tickets on opening night. If you go to an opening night movie that like is not a full theater, obviously the the interest in it's not high enough to to weed out everybody else. But I had IMAX tickets for some of those movies that you had to get like a month in advance. These were dedicated fans I saw this movie with. Yeah, but why why should it only be opening night that it's a good experience? That's, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's not yeah. if you know. And a lot of us cannot go on opening night or do not want to go on opening night. Yeah, you don't night. try hard enough. But it's because you're the kind of guy that passes along a hello. I will pass along a hello, <laughs> especially to Captain America. Uh, <laughs> no, I just, I, uh, ooh, do you man. remember the moment in that movie in Endgame when he yes. lifted? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did saw any... Endgame. I saw Endgame in a theater. I've did seen anybody cheer? Make... Yes, of course okay. I did. Was it, was it raucous? It was a cheer. It was a, yeah. No, it wasn't hang on, there. hang on, hang on. It wasn't up. Things on fire? I don't know. I, yeah. I there, wanted to hear what came next. Yeah, something in that theater was raucous, and let's just say that that hammer was not the only thing being lifted up, if you know what I mean. Hard I as a raucous. Let's I go, dude. I don't know what you uh, mean. Give me some so, of that Mjolnir. Yeah. So I, I like his erection joke. And on that uh -huh. note, um, I'm going to go ahead and, and leave us. It's uh, I'm on summer hours. So this has been a fun time. Oh, right. I thank you both for being here. Wow. Uh, this has been great. Um, Bring it in the hot takes and then bailing. Well, yeah, this, that's how I do this I, all I summer understand. long. I'm on the summer hours and I have to get this thing out of my eye at some point because I think yeah. I'm going to go blind. I think Good you may need that. a doctor. Okay. You think so? Mm -hmm. Well, right. uh, I'm not a guy who likes to uh, poke things in my eye, trying to get other things out of my mm -hmm. eye. So... See, but I put contacts in my eye. Do you wear contacts? No. Oh. Cody, do you wear contacts? Yeah. Not right yeah. now, but usually, yeah. Yeah. So you you just you just I'm very comfortable sticking this thing. Are you gonna are you gonna, are you gonna dig around in there till you feel something? I don't know. I might find it. What are, what's my risk? Does anyone want to pretend to be go to urgent clinic? I don't want to do that, Cindy. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. All right, guys, I'll see you later. I'm gonna All say right. good luck, Craig. Okay. It, this Bye, was Craig. glorious. <laughs> say say hi to Betty for us, and yeah, say, say hi, hi to Betty. Betty. I'll I love your coworkers. I won't do say it. Hi to Betty. I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna tell Betty that you, you're both lazy people. That's you all I'm know, gonna say. You know we're about to rip uh, rip this take to shreds as soon as you hang up, right? I'm, it's fine. I'm not gonna watch this. All right, that's right. <laughs> good. See you I'll later, guys. You later. Bye. Bye. Tell your landlord we said hello. Oh man, uh, boy, that take was out of hand. I can't. Oh, damn it, he left. He left. I was gonna. What are you going to do? I was going to remember last week. I said I was going to take a picture of the house that I had an argument with, and I wasn't going to show it. I was going to show it when Craig was here because he didn't believe that I argued with a house. Mm -hmm. Well, let's we'll save it till next week. It's fine. Uh, well, it's going to be a good story. Much there it is. Look at there. All right. You see the <laughs> That's eyes? Totally a house went high. Yeah. That's a face, right? Yeah. There's the ear. There's the eyes. There's the nose. There's the mouth. Yeah. That's the that's what I argued with when I was when yeah. I was all done. Yeah. All right. There we go. Now we're back. Uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Yeah. But yeah, I had it all up and ready, but uh, we were going through all the the crazy takes, so I didn't have time to. Uh, I didn't have time. 
Yeah. It was nuts. Uh, no, those those takes were hilarious. I am I'm upset he jumped to the uh, con- conclusion he jumped to on the September 11th stuff. Look, if you've ever watched Realities May Vary, especially last year, you know that I uh, criticize our country. Is varied. My reality <laughs> is very, I criticize our country all the time. And I won't do it right now because you all hate that. And it's why many people stopped watching. But I really do a lot. And I, what all I was saying is that a lot of stuff happened because of that big moment. And I in, I bet Dave Chappelle, who makes fun of America a lot of times because he has a good reason to, will do it. And that's like my humor. So that that's all. I'm, I don't think 9-11 was funny. Like I didn't like, I really, really didn't like that insinuation there. I think it's going to be an exceptional show and I think the date will contribute to it, but not for that reason. It's a little silly. Come on he, now. He bailed before you could defend yourself. He doesn't get to defend himself, uh, or he doesn't get to continue that conversation because he was wrong. So, anyway, there you go. Clear right. that yeah, up. It's listen. Uh, we've uh, it, yeah, that was. And Chappelle's funny. Chappelle's Chappelle is funny. Chappelle is funny, and are uh, arguably one of the top guys working today, no doubt. Sometimes. Sometimes I think he starts veering into the more preachy, like George Carlin, like Carlin esque, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, damn, because I'm of the I'm of the opinion for comedians, the foremost thing is to be funny. I know Dave Chappelle has uh, has strong feelings on a lot of issues. No doubt he is he's hilarious. Sometimes I'm like. And this is with anybody. This is not just Chappelle. I just met reference Carlin too. It's like, okay, pull back the preachy a little and give me give me a couple more punchlines. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. get the message, get that same message across with a couple more punchlines. Because at some point it feels like, and there's an again a number of guys like this. I don't. I'm not a Dave Chappelle hater by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm done justifying my opinions. But it's like you get to a certain point you can people expect something from you. So you're going to give it to them and they don't always, and you have a reputation and you're bringing this, uh, this history of work with you that carries the weight that it should. And then you believe you're, you're now more social commentator than comedian. Yeah. And that's the only thing, because I've watched, like I've watched all the, the latest specials and they're entertaining, you know, but it's, and I don't need knock, knock jokes and stuff coming out. You, you know, I have a really good sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate, and I appreciate guys who are very, very funny. So I'm not one of these, uh, comedians who oh, everybody sucks. No, there's, there's guys who are so talented. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle is one of them. It's just sometimes like, all right, pull the message back. Just a little, not all the way. I'm not saying forego the message, but let's, you know. Okay, yeah, I've seen a couple shows where the balance is a little, is a little off. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, if but it's it won't still, be, I'd love to see him. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a taping. So, does that, like, does that uh, grandstanding come out more during stuff oh. that he knows will be seen by a broader audience or is it the part and parcel that he's practicing but then he kind of 
you know, masters for it. You've got to, you got to kind of weigh that a little bit. Cause if, if I were a stand up comedian and I had a bunch of really good jokes, I would tell them. But then I, if I knew I also had a platform and I could get a Netflix special and get 10 million people watching it sure. and I felt strongly about something, maybe I veer a little bit more into that territory. So that I'm really curious about is, you know, that difference. Like I've seen Bill Burr. Bill Burr, I watched uh, one of his stand-up specials and like every joke, joke for joke was what I saw. It was either a stand-up special or his podcast. I had heard a joke for joke many of his cracks that uh, when I saw him at the Chicago theater. So um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. But no, but anyway, I, think it's, a- I think it's going to be great. And I think, you know, he does, his audience would completely rip apart my opinion and that's fine there. But, and my opinion is not that he's not, very talented. He's like, sometimes, right. sometimes I, I want comedy. Sometimes I want preachy. Sometimes I like a balance. And sometimes I think he, he veers a little toward the preachy more than the other. Well, that's, know? that's why I'll definitely see Bill Burr next time he's in town. Cause he just goes straight jokes and it's so yeah. good. I mean, yeah. there's, you, you, you get a little bit of the comedians, you know, ideology a little bit just baked in from whatever perspective they're telling the yeah. jokes from, but, God, Bill Burr just—he kills. Um, Where so, uh, did you say Section Two Hundred? Is that like right near the? That sounds like right near the front. I uh, yeah, I, mean, there's the, I think the floor one hundred, two hundred. So higher is okay. at the American Family Insurance Amphitheater or whatever. It's my yeah. first time at Summerfest. You're gonna love it. Yeah, you're gonna love so, it. I gotta. Fa- I can't find the schedule anywhere. So well, I found this. I know who's playing that day. On September 11th, there's like 20, you know, 15 bands or whatever. But like, are they throughout the day? It doesn't say like ones at noon or ones at two. It just says yeah, like as they name. get closer, it'll all as they get. Well, the bigger names are always at night. So like, if they if they have the stage listed, mm. and you go to it used to be the Harley Davidson Roadhouse. I don't know what it's going to be now because Harley Davidson pulled out. I think. Yeah. Um, but it'll be it'll list all the bands, and the ones at the top are the earliest. So it's like early. Opener down to headliner. Got it. For the, for the, for each stage and for the day. I just saw they announced a bunch of other acts uh, today too, for the, the other amphitheater. Cause there's the big one where you'll mm-hmm. see Chappelle. Then there's a smaller one. Um, I'm trying to think who I saw there last time, but um, yeah, they, they released that list today too. So I'm looking forward to that. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be in yeah, Milwaukee I, Friday, by the way, for everybody who's uh, listening. You can listen to me oh, Friday from uh, noon to three on WTMJ. So since we were talking about Milwaukee, I'll plug my, I'll throw a little plug right there. Friday, noon to three, WTMJ. Uh, so there's, there's that. Um, what else was on my list? I had some other things. We got, uh, there was a lot going on with the hot takes. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Now I forgot what I was. <laughs> oh, What's on your, you were, you were quiet today. What is, uh, what's going on with you? What do you got? Well, the hot takes, well, that was me. I knew that was going to be a, 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 a lot. And that, that was that. I mean, the stuff going on in my life is of little interest to the people here. I mean, they, Nintendo announced a new Metroid game uh, for October. That's pretty cool. No one cares. Cool. No, no one, <laughs> no, no one, one here knows what a Metroid is. No one knows what a Nintendo uh, is. Well, Aware. people know what an Nintendo. You know what a Nintendo is, probably. I do know what a Nintendo is, even though I've been accused today of being very old <laughs> on this broadcast. Been v- very old. That's but true. Uh, yes, I do know what a Nintendo is. The uh, the the baby now. Uh, so he's nine months and a week, let's say. Uh, 
And <laughs> Mike saying E3 sucked. I heard that. I didn't really pay attention to any of it. I just saw the Metroid announcement. E3 wow. is the Electronic Entertainment Expo. It's the gigantic trade. Well, it's usually a gigantic trade show where they announce all the big video games coming out and like pretty much nothing exciting happened except Metroid 4, which is cool. And well, like a new Zelda game. Gonna happen? I mean, this year, everything's a wash. I know well, the big convent comic book or, or some some cosplay convention is coming back to Chicago in the fall and people are excited about that. But yeah, if, what was going to happen? Um, well, I mean, you know, because the game developers are still theoretically working on big titles. So, you know, the idea would be that they would still announce games that have been in because some, some games have several year long development cycles. So, you know, there's a chance you could be like, oh, new like, Mega Man thing or whatever, but yeah, it's not a lot of happen. But uh, yeah, so uh, my baby is like a little over nine months, not even nine and a half yet, and he's uh, he's now he's standing constantly. He's like pushing himself up and just doing frog squats like nonstop. He just does it like nothing. <laughs> he can waver around. But the other day, actually yesterday, breaking news, uh, I got into where he crawled over and he stood up and he like wanted me to grab him. So I kind of took his hands and he finally. His little leg went boop forward, boop forward, boop forward. So he's not walking yet, but he is now Close. stepping forward. Uh, and he'll be he'll be walking at 10 months. Give him another nice. two weeks. Yeah. I had an eight-month-old in my house yesterday. Why? Um, my cousin's son is getting baptized in two weeks, a week from Sunday. Right. And the when I was born. My dad's Aunt Mary, who uh, moved over from Ireland to help take care of him when my dad's mom died. My Aunt Mary ordered a christening gown from Ireland that was a copy of the one that the Kennedys had made for their children. Okay. Are they big so, like, Kennedys fans? I don't know. I think it was, I, I don't know why she did it. I was an infant, so I okay. don't, I didn't get in on the reasoning. All I right. know is... This christening gown has been in our family for as long as I've been around, and all my brothers have worn it. Most of my cousins have worn it. It's it's been a family thing. So my my cousin Morris asked my mom if we still had it, which of course we did, and could he could he see if his son would fit in it? So I anyway, I get the christening gown, I bring it here. Morris brings the baby over. And, uh, you know, but it was weird watching like, cause Debbie was down on the floor and she's moving around and I'm down trying to, and he's, he's about at the same point as your son where he's crawling really fast. Then he pulls himself up on the couch and he looks around and he's like, and he'll take your hands and he'll, he'll start. He's so it's that same kind of, and man, I'm telling my cousin, I go, you think it's, you think it's rough now when he's just crawling fast, hang on, man. Cause you can tell, you can tell when they're like you said, your son's just on the brink there. It's he's ready to go. And once he starts going, forget about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, where'd he go? What happened? I only turned my back for a minute. Yep. And then he was he's gone. But yeah. it was it was tiring. It was it was very tiring. And he was only here for an hour and a half. And his dad was here with him. And I was like, oh my lord. It's I it's a young man's game having a little baby around the house. It's a, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> well, you're a younger in, man. You in terms of the you're dangers, much younger than I. No, I'm not. I'm not. Debbie, worried was, about it. Debbie was like, oh, I can't get up off the floor. <laughs> 
because our house is not baby proofed. So you, know, yeah. you come in and there's like two steps. Uh, we live in a Georgian style house and the door's on the side and you come in and you go up two steps. Well, he, of course, made a beeline for the, for the edge and Debbie goes, to, <laughs> grabs him. And then, you know, we're sitting there and everybody's kind of in the, we're in the living room and all of a sudden he shoots in and he starts going down the, the hall to head down to the basement stairs. I'm like, Oh my God. It was just, it was too much. I was winded, but he was very good with the dogs and the dogs didn't eat him. So. Yeah. Was- our place is pretty hard to baby proof. We I mean, yeah, just the, yes. the layout of the living room. And I mean, you know, it is to the best of our ability and he's you know, kept away from the stairs, but like, yeah, it's uh got you got to keep an eye on him. So we do. Yeah. He's going to be, he's going to be moving. Very exciting. Yeah. And we keep him safe. So that, yeah, I mean, that's. Of course you- <laughs> well, I mean, thank you for throwing that in Cody. I know DCFS was watching. They were wondering if you and the missus kept the baby safe. There's been, I've actually gotten a few calls. Do you think he mm. keeps the baby safe? I, get, yeah, I guess, you know, tell him I said hi, by the way. I will. You know what? I will. Cause I think that was, that was very nice of you. Thank you. I don't believe it made you lazy. I think, I think it was fine. I bet they will too. I got a, I got a VPN yelling at me that I got to reconnect, but I do see Again? you for now. So uh, All right. Well, if you have to reconnect, reconnect. Maureen says it's worse if your baby walks early, like nine to 10 months. You really need to keep an eye on them. But yeah, you need to keep an eye. I see that. Where do, why don't you get one of those? Uh, why don't you get one of those uh, harnesses like on a leash? I'm not gonna do then that. you can just connect that. them to your belt. No, uh, dude. The number one thing I'm looking forward to is when he gets out of the put everything in his mouth stage. Because, like, I was like, all right, I got an hour with him after work before my wife gets home. Let's hang out. Let's go outside. I'll do some weeding or whatever. You know, bend over. Beeline for the mulch. Just grab a handful. Get that in your mouth as fast as <laughs> Yeah, you have to. All babies do that. Cody is reconnecting. We are. Uh, so I've lost Craig for summer hours. Now Cody is gone because he is uh, reconnecting. But, um, yeah, it was. Excuse me. It was fun having a baby in the house. But I immediately thought, oh, this must be what it feels like to be a grandparent, where it's fun for the time that the child is there. But then it's a lot of fun when the child, oh, there he goes. It's a lot of fun then when the child gets to go home because uh, you just you just can't do it when you get to a certain age. I was saying it yesterday, it was great having uh, the baby here, but it was like being a grandparent, Cody, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is great. It's, oh, hey, here's the parrots. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Yeah. You go handle business. I, I was saying he just keeps mulch. Like, he just, just like, it's all he wants to eat. And it's like, and I would, like, go put him in the middle of the grass, in the middle of the lawn. And no, he's just like, nope. I'm going to flip over, crawl over, grab some mulch. And it's like, all right, well, I guess we're going inside. Yeah. You know? So. You got to bring out one of those, uh, you know, his little playpen kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Or, so. Tie him to a tree. So you can't not not like him to the tree, but right. tie a rope around his waist and tie the rope to the tree and tether him. Tether, tether him, him to the tree. There I you go, it. tether him. And yeah. don't play tether ball with him. Right. Because babies are not good at tether ball. Right. They always end up taking it right to the face. Smack. You know, actually, you were talking about going out uh out and about in this whole uh yeah, this whole COVID man, thing. I, love it. I went I went to two engagement parties on Saturday. Did you really? Yeah, one in one right downtown, one in uh, well, not down, you know, one in uh, let's say Jefferson Park ish, and then the other one uh, out closer to River Forest, I think. Question okay. Mark. Oh, you're right by the house at River Forest. I know, I know, I know. I thought all. about that. I know. Well, you know, I was I was, I was hopping. 
I barely made it from one to the other. Well, the second one included a ceremony because uh, hmm. it's an engaged couple friend of ours. Uh, she's from Germany. They got engaged before the pandemic. She already has a green card and stuff because she's got some good job in the pharmaceutical industry. So it's, it wasn't one of those like we got to get hitched so she can stay kind of deal. She was <laughs> here either way. But because the pandemic isn't doing real great in Germany and there's right. so many travel restrictions, they can't get their families together to have a full blown wedding. Um, but they wanted to move forward with things, uh, even though they couldn't get. Uh, yeah, no, there's a there's a I guess there's a bunch of travel restrictions for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. they couldn't get. So they decided to have a small ceremony here for, I guess, their Chicago friends. And they all had iPhones and they streamed it to their family and her family in Germany. And then once travel lets up and her family's able to get around, then they're going to do a bigger thing. But so okay. it, this was kind of last minute for us. Like they, we thought it was an engagement party. Then they're like, oh, we're throwing on a ceremony. It's <laughs> like, okay. Um, but it was super fun. Uh, it was super chill. Um, we just That's hung nice. out. But yeah, both times, I mean, I was probably 30 people at that first one. Maybe, yeah, 30, maybe 40 at the first one. And then like 20 to 30 at the second one. So big groups of people. And, you know, I got to say, uh, I have a new approach to parties, Brian. Yes. What is that? It's not drinking alcohol uh, as all. much as much. Well, sure. Uh, but going into a party with, I pound a monster energy drink. Okay. Pre-party, I pre-game with just getting jacked up on caffeine and B vitamins so that I am razor sharp and I'm able to uh, interact with people and keep up. Because, Brian, you're a very quick-witted dude. I don't think you need this, but I, uh, I'm i socially rusty. Uh, oh, yeah. And after that first party, I was just like, dude, I got to. Not not this weekend, but like a few weeks ago when I saw yeah, family, yeah. I'm just like, dude, I got to, if I want to stay in this, I got to, and I got to tell you, man, maybe it's for Loco. Oh, that's a great idea, Mike. Mike, I used to show up at parties before Loco. That was my trademark. In my late 20s, there was like a year and a half long period, 28, 29, let's say. Is that the one that has liquor in it or alcohol in it? It's the one that has an insane amount of caffeine and alcohol, and they had to change the recipe because it was right. killing people. Yeah, people yeah. were having heart attacks and stuff, right? Yeah, they still sell it at 7-Eleven. So once nice. I uh, learned what Four Loco is, that was my trademark for a while, and I'd always show up, and I'd walk in, and I'd be like, time to start the party, and I'd just make a huge deal about it, and people would lose their minds. Great party <laughs> trick. Probably took 10 years off my life. Wouldn't do it now that I'm in my 30s. Uh, but that was great for that little that little window there. Yeah, but the ten years it took off are the shitty ones at the end. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, so well, I get it. I get it because a lot of us are not used to being out anymore. And you also have a, a not even not even a toddler yet, a newborn who's yeah. draining your energy. And you talk to him a lot, and as, as wonderful as I'm sure he is, he's probably not a great conversationalist, okay. so he doesn't keep you on your toes to this point. So have you found that the energy drink energy drink works? Yeah, my, it might just be all in my head, but yes. I've ne I never had luck with those. I mean, I would drink them uh, when Red Bull first came out and stuff, and I'd try them. And you remember I would drink those five-hour energy shots before we'd do the overnight show, and I'd mm -hmm. drink a ton of coffee, and then I'd go right to sleep. Question. Answer. What brands What brands of energy drink did you try besides Red Bull? That five-hour is what was I drank it? all the time, yeah. Because they tasted – because the Red Bull tasted like 
sack to me. But, but here's the weird thing, Brian. Uh, Red Bull does nothing for me. Okay. Nothing. Like, I'm the same as you. I can pound two Red Bulls and pass out. I, for me, it's utterly worthless in terms of energy. But if I have a monster, I'm, I'm good to go. I'm, I'm amped up. I'm all jacked. Right. I don't know what it is. And, it, and Rockstar have Energy the Drink. taste since it came, since they totally, came There's like 40 different taste uh, flavors of Monster now. And actually, Rockstar Energy Drink, I used to drink. Rockstar's got some good flavors. The Rockstar Mango, good stuff. Okay. But uh, Rockstar Mango and, and the, the Monster is, there's a low-carb Monster that's got like nine grams of carbs. So it's a little bit lighter on the sugar. And, and that's the one I go for. Not no-carb, but low-carb. Okay. Uh, low carb monster is good and uh yeah rockstar is good and you can get like so many different flavors but yeah red bull just does not have anything helpful for me so well maybe i'll uh, maybe i'll take that under advisement yeah i have to go yeah because i like i've really enjoyed not having to go to parties and stuff because as you know i tease craig about a lot of his takes because let's be honest a lot of them are insane but <laughs> i i detest small talk too and most of it is i is a confidence problem you know, so I think that, well, it is, uh, you know, but now we're going to be forced to go out. Like I have to go to an in-person meeting tomorrow night after I host a virtual event, then I have to go to an in-person meeting and I'm not, I'm not looking forward to it. Mm. I enjoy, I've gotten to the point where I dig, I've got a nice little setup for the zoom stuff. Um, uh, my background looks okay. I've got good lighting. I've got a nice camera. I, you know, I don't need to go anywhere. But now I have to, so I'm yeah. going to have to start figuring out how to uh, how to interact with people again. Yeah. Threw some hugs around this weekend. It's exciting. Because you're shut in now. I am a shut in. I'm more of a hermit. I enjoy it. But on the other hand, I did like being at my brother's uh, for my niece's uh, seventh birthday party the other day and uh, seeing some family, throwing around a hug or two. Uh, that was nice. And, uh, you know, not having to, not having to worry about masks. It was all, it was all very nice. Yeah. Very nice. But now, eh, now I'm like, oh, the holidays will come and I'm going to be expected to go places. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm in the deep end. I got a graduation, uh, my cousin's college graduation party this Saturday. Next Friday mm -hmm. is my sister's wedding. Oh uh, my. Yeah. Weekend after that, 4th of July, I might see you. I might see other people who knows. So. I don't know. I'm still, we're, we were figuring out stuff. Uh, she's got a family that might be here now and it's all up in the air. It's all weak, all crazy stuff. Who knows? With, and her not being here? Uh, so no. Family will, family will come and she won't be there? Well, she hasn't finalized her plans yet. Oh. So they're plans, but they're like not solid. What's a pre, like a pre-plan? It's like a plan to have a plan. Oh, all right. It's a penciled in plan. I oh, guess. penciled in. I like everything penciled in. Cause then you could dump it. <laughs> You're so, racist. Uh, sorry, I just penciled it in. Yeah, you know, that's. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Marta has a good point. Just start coughing uncontrollably if someone starts talking to you. I don't mind. See, here's the thing. I don't think that what I have to say. It's a. I know this is going to sound weird, from a guy who talks, uh, basically for a living. I don't think I have anything interesting to say other than when I'm talking to a big forum. Uh, if I'm on stage or on the radio or here, then I have no problem sharing my views and opinions. But if I'm in at a party with 
like somebody I, I kind of know, maybe I don't know. I'm like, these people don't care what I have to say. You know, you, I figure if you're turning, if you're at the club or you're tuning into the show, you, uh, you, there's a part of you that wants to hear what I have to say or the interaction I have with you or, uh, with you and Craig or back, you know, with Roger, people tune in, they want to hear that. But if I'm just at somebody's house, like if I'm, if I'm in your backyard and some of your neighbors are there and they go, what do you do? I go, oh, I'm in sales. I sell funeral uh, plots. And th that way they're, they're not going to ask me a lot of questions about it. I'll ask questions yeah, and listen you, to people. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to, I, I got nothing to say. Well, that's the key. You're not supposed to really have that much to say is, you know, you ask that. But if then everybody doesn't have much to say and everybody's just, a, if somebody tries to turn my ploy around on me, then suddenly mm. they're asking me a bunch of questions. I don't want that. Hmm. I want to be the guy asking the questions. And then I feign heat stroke. So I have to go inside and lay down. Mm. Ooh, it sure I am hot. And then, You're at an impasse. <laughs> then an I go, impasse. then I just drop. Yes, I would be at an impasse. I don't want to be at an impasse. Yeah, no, now, that all being said, I will go. I, I do go to places and I try to be uh, convivial. But given the opportunity to not, um, I think I'd, I'd prefer not. Yeah. Like a few, like having a few people over to the house would be fun. Like we have to have, I've been uh, talking to Debbie, we have to have a, uh, a realities may vary gathering. Mm. I would, I would ask Craig to invite Betty, but that's, <laughs> you know, I would assume we'll, we should, we both have to start sending her DMs tonight. <laughs> hey, Betty, how's it going? Just every day, just flood her with weird, not even weird, not, not, not untoward, nothing inappropriate. Just right. Hey, Betty, how's it going? Hey, hi. How are you? How's your day? Craig, <sighs> why are you guys bothered my wife? <laughs> I'd rather troll Craig directly. It's more fun. He's so it fun. Is, it is fun to, oh, easy to, easy to troll. Um, tonight or, or today at lunch, it was, be it's beautiful. This is, this is my ideal weather. It's perfect right here. It's perfect. It's like San Diego weather. And so I had been doing, uh, doing stuff all morning. Uh, I actually networked today, Cody, as a guy in the corporate world, I networked, oh. which, you know, I'm not uh, good at, you know, I've never, uh, unfortunately I have uh, waited until late in my life to begin realizing that you should network with people. And I read, I had to reach out to some former colleagues today for some information. And these are colleagues that I have not talked to in a number of years, former coworkers of ours at 435 North Michigan. And, uh, to my, to, I say to my surprise only because like if somebody reached out to me, I'd probably be a little more hesitant. Both of them responded to me immediately. And I had a nice conversation on the phone with one of them and, uh, Oh, it was lovely. So I'm doing that and I'm doing some other things and it came lunchtime and Debbie had come up earlier and said, Hey, I'm going to make some tuna salad for lunch. Would you like to, would you like some tuna salad? Like, yeah, that'll, I'll, I'll have some tuna salad for lunch. That'd be lovely. All right. So it comes time for lunch and normally, cause she's work, you know, she's working down in the dining room. Normally at lunchtime, I make my lunch. I bring it back up to the office and she's, you know, she's either working through lunch or she punches out, but she eats at a different time. Today I said, Hey, how about we, uh, how about we dine al fresco for lunch? Hmm. You know, we sit out on the deck. 
you know, we got the, the table, the umbrella, we put in a bunch of flowers. It's a, it, actually very peaceful, which is another reason that I don't want to leave. You know, I have uh, everything I need right here on the deck. Well, she's like, oh, I don't know if I want to eat tuna fish outside. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, what if it spoils? Well, how long are you going to leave this tuna fish out on the patio? It's <laughs> like, first of all, it's like 75 degrees. Uh, we have an umbrella over the table, so there's shade. You're not setting out a bowl of tuna salad at nine in the morning and then coming back to eat it at noon or one o'clock. I'm like, I said, okay, okay, that's fine. Then I, we can eat inside. No, no, I'll try it. And it was such a big ordeal to eat outside because she she lives in constant fear of food going bad. Like she's the person who, if the if the best if used by date was the fifteenth. Today, she threw it out yesterday. She's not waiting around. Me, I'll kick it another week or two past that date. Now, I will add that the tuna had been in the refrigerator until we were going to eat it. So it was cold to start with. We were going out to a, a temperate table, but it, it panicked her. This was not canned tuna fish. Well, it started in a can, but then she made it into tuna salad. You know, okay. a little mayonnaise, a little uh, uh, onion, some celery. Oh, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The typical tuna salad. Pretty good. It was delicious. I kept worrying that it was going to go bad, though, so I ate it very quickly. I wolfed it down so as not to allow anything to spoil. <laughs> I, and as you can imagine, I brought up many times during our lunch. Oh man, I hope this doesn't go bad. How's I'm, your tuna taste? Is this okay? Is it spoiled? <laughs> sure, that went great. Oh, it was. Oh yeah, she she appreciated. Listen. After almost 30 years, uh, she appreciates my humor. Oh, yeah. Especially when um, it's beaten into her. I mean, that's better than me. Uh, today, We uh, I grilled a few burgers, and I always use the left two burners just because. And then today, I was like, I'll switch things up. Use the right two burners because I always use the left two burners. Sure. Yeah, well, then I pulled out my phone and I'm screwing around and scrolling and stuff, not paying attention. Throw the burgers on the left two burners. So I go to flip them. I'm like... Why are the ones on the left not cooked as well? Whatever. Shut it. Open it a little later. Whatever. Okay. Like these don't look very. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the burgers turned out great, actually. I just flipped them over to the other thing, but it just took five extra minutes. You used indirect heat. That's I what I. In... That's what I would have gone with. Indirect. I was trying something new tonight. Uh, I used indirect heat to cook the burgers so as not to get the carcinogenic char on them. I sm yeah. It was almost like you smoked them. Mm -hmm. It was very. How'd they turn out? They turn out okay. Yeah, they turned out ter perfectly fine. I had, I had made myself a little <laughs> double check. My thing is, I you know, in an effort to go low carb and healthier, which this does not yeah. do. I just throw two patties on a bun, and then I'm done. There you go. Because I, I I know one burger is not going to be quite enough. It will be, but it won't be. So now, do you one. make the patties yourself, or are these pre-made patties? These were pre-made. Uh, yeah. I'm usually too lazy to make the patties. If if we do buy ground uh, meat, then she'll usually shape the patties. What the, Our tag team is she does all the prep and then gives it to me, and then I grill Oh, it, wow. Which is basically her doing all the work because grilling is yeah. not hard. No, but, prep, is, prep is the hard part. Yeah. But I can't do that. I, uh, I like to like – Debbie wouldn't do it the way I want it. So I, I do my stuff. And then if, she's, if there's something she's making, I stay out of her way. That's just – so our system is I do the cooking and then she cleans up, which mm. is, I, th I think, a fair trade. 
Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll sometimes if I grill everything, there's nothing to clean up. It's just basically put the plates in the dishwasher. That's the best part of grilling. I know that's that is the best part. I will season if we do like a steak or something. If you know, if it's not me molding, I, I can I can I can I can put a ball of meat into a burger shape. It's can not you? hard. I well, are you sure? I don't know. Maybe, but if it's just yeah, you know, it's just pork chops or steak or whatever, I will season it. I'll do all the seasoning and stuff and get it on there. So yeah. no, it's I, man. Oh, I don't know. Now I'm hungry. Now I'm. <laughs> God, I'm still full. I didn't even need this beer. And it just after you guys started talking about this at the top of the show, I, I messaged my wife. I'm like, can you bring me a beer? I'm just going to sit back and watch this. See, I, I have not the last couple of weeks. I have not drank during the broadcast. Uh, maybe mm. I need to start again. If, uh, if we're going to have to, you know, maybe just for my peace of mind, but I've been trying to go back, you know, cause all of a sudden uh, the pandemic's over and I'm like, Oh, people have only seen me from the shoulders up. And uh, I, I've put on a little, put on a little weight. Mm. So I started last week going back to much, um, trying to cut out the things, the extra stuff, you know. And so, you know. But then last week I couldn't. I had my cellulitis. I went back to the doctor, and he was like, "Oh, he's poking at it." I think, I think, I think I told you this that he's like, if it doesn't get all the way better, then you should uh, just call me and I'll give you more medicine. I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, so I took a chance. I looked and I'm like, yeah, it's, I think I need more. So I'm still on the antibiotics, still hobbling around. Awful. Awful. I feel, there's a, sometimes I don't feel so. Sometimes I still think I'm like your age, still think I'm in my thirties and I'm uh, young and spry and stupid. Then I realize, no, you're not young and spry anymore. Two out of three, no go. Stupid, yeah. But uh, there's there's just days when you get up and everything hurts, and you're like, "Oh man, what happened to me? This isn't this isn't how how it's supposed to be." And then you just eh, move on. Yeah, I started working out, but I got to get on the diet train. I got to start eating healthier. I just, we all, you know, we, all we used to we never, talk. we would never buy things like ice cream or chips or buns or. Anything like that? It's all like meat and veggies, basically. And now I don't know. We're just I've. Well, listen, your wife's got a, a physical job. She's burning it all off. She is. That's a problem. You, you our jobs are not that physical. Mm -mm. You know, if you were, I remember when I was working construction and stuff. You could eat whatever because you burned it all off. You know, or if you're at the gym for a couple hours a day, you're burning it all off. But yeah, if you're, you know. Producing podcasts and sitting around doing uh, doing trivia and radio shows is not. It's not like, whoo! I'm really putting my system to the test. Yeah, All I'm putting to the much. test is my ass because <laughs> I'm sitting on it nonstop. Let's go! Yeah, that's crazy, crazy talk. Um, I was over at my mom's the other day. We were getting the alarm system installed. Did you hear that? You yeah. hear that explosion? That was an explosion? Yeah. That was an explosion. Dude, you want to talk explosions? Yeah, why not? My sister lives like two miles away from that plant. Does she really? Did she have, did she have to evacuate or is she, she in the mask zone? Not originally, but she and her uh uh she and her no, it's her because they got married during the pandemic, even though their wedding's next week. We'll say for husband. She and her husband <laughs> stayed at my parents last night. My parents had to go pick up their dog 
because the whole thing's going on. It's like 10 or 11. And, and she's like, dude, if they expand the boundary of the zone, we won't be able to like, get our dog. So my parents oh had to go pick God. up the dog in the morning. But uh, yeah, she said it's just been blowing up nonstop. I mean, thankfully, as a, I watched um, one of the TV stations in Rockford had a live stream. I watched them for like an hour yesterday because it was just like, yikes. it's crazy. It made the national news um because it was on world news tonight and then yeah. tonight today i was watching it all because that was the craziest when the fireball just when it exploded it looked like you know uh buffalo cauliflower the fireball yeah. it was just it was crazy and today they were spraying it with foam because it looks like it might be getting to the point where they're getting it under control but um, yeah yeah so she's okay. Her house okay. Everything's. Right. I mean, everything's no one fine. was hurt, right? So like that's right. Thank God for that. And uh, I there are I've heard murmurings that there are some um, other companies in that sector, in that kind of manufacturing industrial sector, that uh, will be extending uh, invitations for the former employees of that place to apply, uh, oh. and and pick them up like pretty much guarantee that they get them picked up because there's 70 people unemployed now oh yeah too. so you know they they got nowhere to go so so it seems like the community is really going to rally and uh hopefully take care of those folks and uh you know again and there's they're opening up some investigations because there were uh allegedly some uh, you know there was an already an osha investigation ongoing mm -hmm. at the plant uh can i say this though uh, I think we need to call for the news agencies to boycott the man on the street reaction from people. The, the people, and I'm not talking about if you're talking to the fire chief or somebody from FEMA or, uh, you know, somebody who's trained to talk to the media, but Joe who lives a mile away, well, I heard something and then a man, my wife said, you got to come and see this. There's smoke. It's like people People make themselves sound so ridiculous. And then some people are just smirking because they're so excited to be on TV. They it's don't great. care. Yeah, they don't care that the building is on fire and people are out of a job and their debris is falling all over. And who knows what in God's name people are breathing all of a sudden. They're like, I'm on TV, I'm on TV. There's Sylvia Perez. I think it's great. Do you I, really? I love local news. Like I loved watching the anchor. You know, being like, this is the first breaking story I've had to deal with basically ever. I loved watching the reporter on the field. Like, I love that the the meteorologist jumped in and his mic wasn't on. And so <laughs> after about 20 seconds of talking, she said, uh, you know, Joe, I think you're on mute. I uh, just want to maybe check your microphone, make sure the audio is okay. And then he turns it off and he's like, okay, okay, great. We're back now. And then just like, just being people, like I, I... I, you know, I grew up in Rockford and they've got all the stations there, right? They've got WIFR, WREX, uh, they've, they've got local Rockford news. And, you know, I, I went into the station a couple times, like in high school, you know, my, my dad would be on the TV with his bagpipe band. Like it just, there is nothing like local news. I, uh, Oh, I, really I think is. the local news team is fine. I think once you leave, you know, when the reporter on scene is or just they're trying to get local flavor so no, they're going it. out to talk to the talk to the yahoos love it and, it's the best know. part it's the best part it's one of the best part like everything about local news i, I wouldn't change anything i really wouldn't
It sh- but here's here's how it shows that you know they talk to these uh, the man on the street. Of course, they're talking to women too. But if you've ever seen Jimmy Kimmel, he does lie witness news, where he will his correspondent is out on the streets in California, and they'll ask people about fake news stories, and to a one, everybody lies that they saw it, and everybody's got opinions on it, and it's like. Wow, this is what it's come to. So you know everybody that the real news people are talking to are the same way. They're just so excited that there's a camera and now they have a forum that they're going to say whatever. I heard that the plant blew up because all that petroleum was ignited by space lasers. And that that's what <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah, it's it's gold. It's where you get moments like where the gold at. You know, and uh, ain't nobody and, got time for that, right? Hide your wife, hide your kids. I mean, come on, like these are the golden moments. And to just not to be pedantic here, but for the Jimmy Kimmel type stuff, that is heavily edited. And there's oh, a sure good chance, is. there's a good chance, sixty percent of the people they interview are like, "What are you talking about? That's not a real news story." I, there's a good chance I you don't see a lot of that. And no, you know I understand that, that you don't see everybody. You know that, but the. You know, everyone listening to this, maybe not. But there's still enough video. people, enough people that do. There are. That it's hilarious. There are. But yeah, right. oh man, this had to be some of those Rockford newscasters who've been there, like you said, their entire career. This is this is gold, Jerry. Gold. I mean, I'm sure they're sad, but they're also like, man, the whole world is watching. This <laughs> is the time. And Because be honest, we felt the same way when we covered big breaking things like that. You know, when they... uh the Naga, not Nagasaki, the Japanese, uh, uh, the Japanese thing, the fa- state fair when the wind blew over the tents, oh, uh, the cheese. Remember the cheese truck that uh, overturned? No. Yeah. Oh, man, maybe you weren't with me at that point. Uh, Christopher was covering it too. There was a big cheese truck overturned. Uh, I think on the Indiana toll road, we were covering that. It's you feel you feel like uh, um, you know suddenly you're Walter Cronkite. It is you're exciting. Edward R. Murrow. I- I really like it. Yeah. I like you, you shift your, I remember the Japan thing, which was a horrible disaster and just really, really awful. But I remember that night, my brain, so Brian and I were, uh, Brian was hosting the overnight show. I was producing when the earthquake happened in Japan, the huge one that ruptured the nuclear reactor and the tsunami and like that really, really horrific one, like 10 years ago, 10 or more years ago. And, uh, we were there and obviously it was horrible and an awful tragedy and stuff, but like there, there was, a uh, there was a satisfaction in being able to report on it and uh, and find sources and mm-hmm. do research. You know, I was online. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? Do do calling ABC News and CBS and like trying to get yep. contacts and checking the Japanese websites and seeing if there's forums and all that. And then, you know, Brian's getting everything and the news. There's a lot of it's, it's oh, a lot it's, of moving parts. And it's yeah, it's a no, very energizing, we're really producing that night. Uh, we were all, you know, it's, yeah. it, it, you're well, given a you reason. And, to... You and the newsroom were doing your, your things. And then I was, you know, I was doing my part behind the microphone, keeping things moving. But yeah, everybody was, everybody was working. Was it 2011? God, I knew it was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah that's about time. right. Listen, we, uh, we are nothing if not uh, subscribers to uh, Bruce Springsteen's glory days. That's what we just talk about the big things we used to do. Sure. Remember the big things we used to do, Cody? Nope. Did we do big things? I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that either. I don't know. Um, oh, I started to tell you about the your mom's the, security system. Mom, was my mom's involved. security system. So I had to be. I, well, 
I don't know if anybody, if you have an elderly parent, and yes, I consider 84 to be elderly. If you have an 84 or an elderly parent, you know, sometimes they are, and I'm this way too. I think we're all a little bit stuck in our ways, but there comes a point where, uh, if you're still, I don't know, there's a point where you're still willing to try new things and you're willing to open things up. And, and my mom is still that way to some respect, but like Friday I was over there cause we were hooking up her. She got one of those medic alert deals too. You know, this was a bit, oh, a lot of we've, we've. She has uh, consented to put a lot of things in place for her peace of mind and safety. And my brother's in my peace of mind and safety because it's like, Hey, um, when she dislocated her shoulder a couple of weeks ago, it's like, what if something happened and you couldn't, you know, you couldn't call. Oh yeah. So anyway, we got her, her, her biggest thing with both the medical alert and the alarm is that she's somehow going to accidentally set them off. I'm like, my, you can't accidentally set them off. Well, what if they just, what if they just go off? Well, uh, they're not gonna, I said, I've had an alarm system for two years. It's never accidentally gone off. I said, and I've never, I've never tripped it. It's either on or off. And the, the button like to push the, the medical or the button is recessed. So you have, you have to make an effort to put, you can't just brush past it and push it. You got to push it. She's like, well, I don't know. What if it just goes off? Like if it just goes off, then when they call you, just say, uh, you know, I pushed it and I didn't mean to. She goes, oh, will I get in trouble? I go, I don't know, but I'll be, I'll shake my head with disdain because it didn't just happen. I, I had to be there at an ungodly hour Saturday morning and uh, put everything in. And the guy, the installer came and he was really nice. And I had said to my mom, I go, listen, I know you're going to, I know you're going to have questions, but don't ask him when he first gets here. Let him let him install everything, and then he's going to explain it all to us. And then that's when that's when we'll ask our questions. Okay, that's fine. I'll do that. The guy walked in the house. She was sitting at the dining room table. As soon as he turned the corner, she saw him. First thing out of her mouth: What happens if I try to do it? Like, <laughs> you didn't even make it twelve seconds, and you're asking questions of this guy. And he was like, "Uh, well, that's." And I'm like, "Ma, first of all, you." You can't. She's worried that she's not going to make it from the door to the alarm pad. I go, you don't have to make it from the door to the alarm pad to turn off the alarm. You have the app on your phone. You have a key fob on your key. You know, there's no way you're going to have to do this. But she is fixated on making mistakes. So I spend the, the morning, the guy's there. He got there at like, I don't know, like 8.15. And he left at about 1, 1.30. So now he's gone over. Then I'm going over stuff again with my mom. All right, you know, what do you what do you know? What do you, what what do you want to ask? What don't you understand? We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. I take the key fob. I check if it works from the driveway. I check if it works from the everything works. I've got her the app all set up on her phone. Everything's fine. Everything's great. She's asking me some questions. I'm having her go through the whole thing. I go, all right, you're going to bed. What do you do? Well, I push this and then I do this and I'm like, yep, you got it. What about when you're leaving? Oh, I lock the door. Then I press this button on the key fob. The alarm is uh, set. I'm good. When I come home, I press the button. Then I unlock the door and I walk in. I said, yes. Cool. That's it. It's, it seems easy. We're at my brother's on Sunday for my niece's birthday party. And we're all sitting around the table. And my, my mom goes, Brian, just so you know, I've locked my door the same way for years. And so 
I didn't turn on my turn on the alarm today because it was just too hard. And I was like, Ma, it, it's not too hard. We went over this, but okay. Like if you pay for it all you want. You, you can pay for it and never use it. You know, that's fine. I, there comes a point where you'd be proud of me because my patience level has grown exponentially over the last six months. Um, but there is, there is a limit to my newfound patience and she found it. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not, I can't talk to you about this anymore. If you don't want to use the alarm, don't use the alarm. And then Debbie tries, well, Patsy, don't you have the app? Oh yes, I have the app. And don't you have that key fob? Yes, I have the key fob. Then you should never have to worry about getting to the pad on time. I know, but uh, I, I've, you know, it's too much for me to. I've learned a lot of things lately. I don't need to learn any more things. Okay, don't don't right. learn any more things. Yeah, you're right. Don't learn any more things. You have a beautiful touchpad uh, for ADT right on your wall, and do with it what you will. At least I know the smoke detector monitor, the smoke and uh, CO2 detector monitors 24-7, whether so she I likes need. it or not. That's on. So everything else is like, hey, man, whatever. Whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do, Cody, anymore. I just, <sighs> the world is my oyster. I don't know what that means. That's what Rick and Morty's about. Is that what it's about? It's game. Right, listen. Father's Day is Sunday. I want to wish you in advance, uh, before we get out of here, a happy Father's Day. You Your too. first Father's Day. This is going to be exciting for you. Hopefully you get a number one dad mug, something like that. Uh, I know you won't get a tie. Maybe get some. Uh, you won't get the bad cologne until your son is buying stuff on his own, like when mm -hmm. he has a couple bucks and he can go to Walgreens. That's when you'll get, like, the old spice or the high karate. Yeah. Um and uh, you know, then you'll start get then you'll start getting those fun things that you remember, and he'll start making you things, and those are those are cool. Like I said, there's something a uh, little poem that Molly made me over on the wall with pictures of her when she was little, and Debbie still. I get this. I used to be a jerk. Now I'm just kind of a jerk sometimes. So it says, "Dad's the best one in the world," but it's D A D apostrophe S. And I guess when Molly give it to me, I go, oh, I should have this apostrophe. Uh, <laughs> I don't re now. I don't remember this at all, and I don't think Molly remembers it either. Debbie is the only one who says uh, sometimes. Debbie Debbie remembers it for some reason, and you know, when she says, it, I go, yeah, but I liked it enough that I've had it on the wall of the office for. Well, Molly's going to be Molly's twenty four. She probably made this for me when she was seven or eight. Yeah. So it's been on the wall for a long time, you know? But yeah, I guess uh, I guess I criticize the wayward apostrophe. That's the old me. New me. She can write. I hope she, I, I would like her to make me a new one and make <laughs> a lot of grammatical errors and I will not correct them. There you go. I'll just uh, ask if she needs to go to the emergency room because she had head trauma. Would that be out of line? Nah. All right. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, it says, uh, Dad's the best one in the world. Always helps me when I need it. Daddy is the greatest. There you go. So I don't know what you're going to get. Uh, if it says you're the greatest. No, wait. It's a the lot. apostrophe should be there. Should it? If it's Dad's the best one, that means Dad is the best one. Oh, yeah, you're right. So I know I wouldn't have said it. I don't, again, 
like i've been wondering and i'm like did i miss something but if it, if the phrase is dad's the best one that means dad yeah. is the best one so the apostrophe does belong there oh yeah you're right i can't be the first person to notice this i think you uh, i th yes i think you you are the only one in our house who's doesn't your wife has like two master's degrees? There's no possible conceivable way I'm the first person to notice this. Your daughter is college educated and very smart. Two, she Someone, has two degrees. She has you two degrees. Also, you also are, believe it or not, smart. Uh, I refuse to believe I'm the only person <laughs> that has noticed that dad's is the best. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> Are you serious? I <laughs> yes. All these years. I Are you <laughs> I don't know what happened. I I honestly I yes, this was something and all this time, every time I come in and I see it, I, I'm like, oh that's I know, I, I get it. Marta is commenting that it's correct. I realize now that it's correct. <laughs> I need to I gotta Text Molly right right after the show and tell her yes. I get oh, wow, and I'm going to tell Debbie. See, Debbie fancies herself on being detail oriented. I'm a goof. I don't I, listen. I don't need to worry about details. I'm big picture, but uh, Debbie's all about the details. Wow, you've this is a shocking a shocking this, secret from the Newman the, family. This is the weirdest moment. This could uh, be, and I'm not I'm not manufacturing this moment as some sort of hot take. Oh my God. All these years, it's like I looked at it as dad's, the the possessive. Like this is dad's sign. This is dad's present. Yeah, not dad is. I look yeah, at it as the possessive of dad. It's not a contraction for dad yeah. is. No, I, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, but oh boy, I I I know that's weird. <sighs> this is this wow. is extraordinary. It is. It, I, I'm. You know, I'm not afraid to uh, show things, warts and all. This is definitely a wart. Well, we can't top that. That's that's a good. No, test. we got to say goodbye because now I have to. Now I think I owe Molly a, a 15 year apology. Uh, just add it to the listen. Just put it on the list of my. Uh, my you gotta have it. You gotta have a talk ago. with your wife about it too. I'm gonna have know. a talk with my wife because, uh, yeah, we were all wrong. Oh my god. This is extraordinary. Oh, Marta, listen. This was the least of the things that I've done damage to my daughter with. Oh, God. So there's... Oh, God. Is, she is... But this... She is Molly and... Because Molly is a punctuation Nazi. She went off on somebody. She got an invitation to something, and she thought the the apostrophe shouldn't have been there. And we were all looking, and we, I Googled it, and I, was, and I was like, I think it's okay. And she was like, no, it's not. And then it turns out she was right. So maybe even as a seven-year-old, she knew she knew what was going on, and then I'm like, "Oh, this is incorrect." It's lovely though; I, I cherish it. That's why it's here again. That's why it's I still here. Hey, you know, how, it's fine. It's fine. Well, no. yes. Well, I I hope you get another wonderful grammatically. Correct. I want so I I need to ask her to do a handwritten gift for me this year again. Yeah, and uh, all right. Well, listen. Have a happy Father's Day, Cody. You Happy too. Father's Day if you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this. Uh, if it's before Father's Day, Happy Father's Day. If it's after Father's Day, I hope you had a nice Father's Day. If you're not a father, whatever. 
you know, don't ask anybody to say hello. That's what we've learned today. So Cody, mm -hmm. tell your wife, I said, hi, um, tell your son, I said, hi, he won't know. So yeah, don't worry about the son one. Cause he won't know your wife. Sure. Will know. Tell her to also, Oh, tell her to also look for the echo chainsaw. No excuses. Television commercial. Or you, you look for the echo chainsaw. I'm Googling uh, it right now. I was looking. Perfect. Can't wait. Every time I see this commercial, I think of your house. Yeah. I tried finding it, but we didn't, we didn't know the brand. So perfect. Well, now I know the Love brand. It. I've been trying to find it too. Anyway, have a nice Father's Day. We will talk next week. Lord willing, and the creek <laughs> don't rise. Uh, when you're listening to this on, uh, what are the kids, are they supposed to smash the like button, Cody? What do they do when they listen to this on the podcast channels? Yeah, if you're doing, a, if you're checking this out on YouTube, give it a thumbs up, smash the like button. Uh, Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. That's about it. That would be lovely. Take care. Have a great week. We will talk to you again later, Cody. As always, ta-ta. Bye.